Welcome to the Scotchcast for E3 2018, the EA Ooh. Microsoft Bethesda special. Join me today is uh, for that the one time every year we get him on the show. <laughs> Bradley Pollard, aka. Well, wait, actually, Chav the World. That was how I met you, right? Chav the World. That's the yeah. one you usually go for. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's the, the one you tend to choose. <laughs> uh, and also, Durin's here. Hello. Um, we might get a wild noob Rama in the middle of the show, and I don't know if he knows we're recording, so he might just like rock up and then start speaking, and we'll have to stop him, and whatever, that's cool. This is E3, I I, I love it. Durin, how's your E3 been so far? Uh, I mean, about as I expected with everything kind of being announced before Slash leaked beforehand, yeah. Yeah. Um, Brad, how, how's, your, how's yours? I'm still having fun. I E3 is my it. Christmas. So exactly. Like <laughs> I'm I, having a great time. <laughs> for me, half the thing is, like, even if something leaks beforehand, like, seeing Tales of Vesperia, I get hearing that stupid butt rock Japan Japan music, like, <laughs> background. Yeah, like there, there, there have still been some surprises, surprisingly. Uh, yeah. Um, and if it was, if it's not, if it's not, in, like, for example, DMC, the surprise was in the execution, not the... Sure. Thing, we'll get right? there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're going to start with EA and go forward. Uh, if if you can hear me, Nubarama, yes, we are recording. Feel free to unmute yourself if you're. Hello. Can you? Yeah. Hear me? Hey, it's been a while. Welcome. Hi. Yeah. Oh, nice. oh my God, Nubarama! After months of hiatus, you finally have yes. a microphone again. I have a microphone. I bought a microphone two weeks ago. It doesn't sound that great. <laughs> No, it sounds about like your old one did. No, thanks a lot. It's great. Uh, but no, welcome back. Uh, we are doing E3. How's your E3 being, noob? I've only... Well, I just watched, I think, all of the conferences today. Nice. So it's fresh in your mind. Wait, was there a conference yesterday? Um, There was uh, EA's conference yesterday. EA yesterday. Oh, right, right. I saw... The EA one was really bad. That's all I remember. <laughs> Accurate. Then, More spoilers. Um, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, the, the Microsoft one was pretty good. And the Bethesda one was... was right, we'll get there. We'll get there. Shh. All right. Can I spoil what I thought? Can I spoil what I thought about the Sony and Ubisoft conferences? Absolutely. Well? Go ahead. <laughs> I thought the Sony conference... I think the guy in blackface... Uh... Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Like I like I thought it like it made sense for their their announcement of uh, Ninja Gaiden Black remake, but like exactly. I don't know, I think they got. And the I think impression. bringing out like a like a chemotherapy person for the Hitman thing, I think that was a bad taste. You know, guys, we are never going to get Blue Apron to sponsor us with jokes like these. <laughs> All right, let's roll with EA, guys. Um, <laughs> as always, E3 starts with a high point every year. It's the best conference of the show, and from from that point forward, it's everyone just playing catch up. And this year was no, no that's, different. That's, that's that's not true because Devolver <laughs> is going right now as we're recording. Oh really? Shit! I don't know if I should watch it. Ah, fuck it. Whatever. 
I'm building. Um, keep an eye on it. See, tell me if there's anything interesting announced. Um, oh, I'm not even watching it. Oh, okay. No, me neither. Is, yeah. Brad, are you watching it? Hell no. Okay, all right. We'll just leave that. that. Hey, people at home, Devolver happened. That's all you get from us. Um, all right. So EA <laughs> 2018. Um, I was obviously being facetious. That was hot garbage. Durant, what was your overall impressions of the EA press conference? I, it was cool to finally see some Anthem gameplay and and confirm that yeah, that is just a Destiny ass video game. Oh god, that, Brad Noob, did you guys did you guys come away with anything positive? Hey, um, so I, I I follow a lot of people who are big into Destiny, mm-hmm. um, and they some of them went and played the Anthem after the EA press conference and said mm. it's good, but they would because they like Destiny. So I mean, I like Destiny too. Um, <laughs> There are certainly reservations that I now have, having actually seen the thing running uh, and, and you know it, actual gameplay of it. But um, it's still pretty, and I still am vaguely optimistic that it won't be terrible. I'm interested in seeing somebody make that game that isn't by. Uh, I was about to say Bioware uh, is Bioware isn't uh, Bungie. Bungie. Yeah, I. I mean, that's what the division was for me as well. Mm. So. So I, I, with those overall impressions, I do want to get to Anthem, because I have, I have some hot takes with Anthem now that we're three press conferences down. Um, okay. But first, Battlefield 5 <laughs> was shown. Do you remember, did, what did you learn about Battlefield 5 from that press conference? Too much vaginas and black people. Oh, dark. Oh, <laughs> damn it. No. Jesus Christ. I forgot you were on the show. I forgot no, you were on no. the show. I, I, uh, <laughs> no, it was... Uh, I, I mean, think you're not I wrong. Love how they... Well, no, I, I thought um, I thought it was funny how they said they because of the backlash, they're like, our vision of the Second World War and our take on what the heroes of blah, blah, blah did. Mm-hmm. Like they had to, they really had to reinforce. Oh that. right, yeah. Um, it's, I was like, there. Yeah, like of the what, yeah, like the guy. Yeah, they. Um, I found it funny, but I mean, like, man, have have, have people not played Battlefield? It's it's not a realistic World War Two, <laughs> World War One shooter. I mean, I, yeah, Battlefield hasn't thing. had realism in a long time. Yeah, like if you're complaining that, like, I don't know, Red Orchestra Two has like women, you know, I guess that's one thing. But this is this is Battlefield. I I'm actually totally. I'm well, like combination of, of this is Battlefield and this is 2018. Is this really surprising at all? No, that like inclusivity is a thing. I. It also does it really does it really fucking hinder your enjoyment of playing the game where you shoot people? Again, it's Battlefield. It's Call of Duty. People weren't that or were people as pissed about Call of Duty? I don't remember. Cause Call of Duty had women, right? I don't think so because like with Call of Duty, it was just everyone was so excited that they were finally going back to World War Two. It was like the first sign of this um does it sound weird that my problem with the women of battlefield is that they're not ugly enough is (laughs) because i i thought i had a problem with inclusivity in games which i kind of do because it's a little bit it's just kind of pandering it comes off as pandering in most cases oh it's super in in a lot of Um, cases it is yeah yeah so the girl on the front fucking cover of battlefield 5 which by the way should have been battlefield 2 Let's, let's be clear here um, the, uh, she, I thought I had a problem with her. And then I saw, uh, much later in the show in Bethesda, we saw Wolfenstein and that just opens with a girl fucking boxing. And I was on board <laughs> like a hundred percent. She was cool. She was buff. 
She was I'm sure she had like the, the standard short hair thing going on, but she looked like a fucking boxer. And I was like, yeah, that's that's like that's a girl I could get behind with guns shooting dudes. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you mentioned that like she. If if you really look at like the male protagonists in most video games, they mm-hmm. are also like like very like they were all male models. Oh, true. Yeah. Like in a way, hypersexualized mm. by guys who are hetero males. So like. <laughs> It's really no different, like with, with just mean, just because it's a female and like it's more attractive to you. Like those guys, like you look at fucking BJ in in Wolfenstein. Oh well, and, yeah, he's in like a, he's a model. Like fucking a BJ, when yeah. you? The, right, um, right. So like, like Shepard is an actual model. Uh, who else is there? Nathan <laughs> well, Drake, definitely not the people in Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh yeah, no, no. actually, I'm pretty sure they are models as no, well. Those are models with like bad Botox. <laughs> The actual, I, I don't know. I think there's something about, um, but like, I, I think it's just it's, need the like games in general, like games don't have ugly people. And when they do, they are the bad guy. Oh, or, or, or they're the, the ones you really like. Right. Cause like it's, for example, Bill. Well, in... no, it's, 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 it's more like they're either the bad guy or they're the underprivileged person mm. or they're the, the character that is designed to be the character you root for. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I was going to think of that. But like, you're rooting for them because of their misfortune. Yeah. And like, that, their looks kind of like. like the dude from Wolfenstein that. who gets shot, I forget his fucking name. Everyone's super special. Super oh, special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah special is solid. Um, his wife is solid. And like, they're not pretty people. I actually kind of like that. I think that is a But it's just, it's, it's unfortunate because, like, like you, you mentioned that, like, your problem was that she was too pretty or whatever. But, like, I think it might be. I think it's a bigger, I think it's a bigger issue with video games in general where, like, like the the protagonists in video games, male or female, regardless, are too pretty. Well, that's in movies too. I don't. I mean, so sure. Here's the weird thing, though, right? I think it's for male to be pretty. You just essentially just need to be fucking jacked, and that is a that is how you are also strong and physically imposing, which is what you need to be if you're a fit warrior kind of dude. For a female, I would I would expect the standard to be also you should be jacked. And so, like, for example, the girl from um, the Last of Us 2 trailer with the hammering of the arms, she's fucking jacked. And that was cool. Like, she's like a weird, different kind of female, like, maybe protagonist. We don't know who she is yet that we haven't seen before. I think that might be it. And the boxer is another example. She's fucking jacked. And that looks cool. Um, and, I, and I'm not actually physically much attracted to jacked women. I just think they look really interesting and they make sense in an action role. But whatever. Now we're getting way too far afield. Um, <laughs> Anyway, Battlefield Five. They showed less Battlefield Five than most of the rest of that conference, which means we definitely should move on. Um, and they like only one. mentioned that they are doing Royale, and they'll talk about it later. So. How, do you think it's so? I mean, because we haven't seen it in that. It wasn't Microsoft. It wasn't. It's pretty fitting it, that the first game of E3 2018 had a Battle Royale mode. I think. Well, and, and I think it was <laughs> definitely like, given the fact that they didn't really t- like show anything other than just saying like, "Yeah, we're doing it." I think mm-hmm. it was really just a response to Call of Duty. Yeah. Like very possibly, um, and the fact, that, especially because it didn't show anything. Even though I suspect that the trailer they showed might have been Battle Battle Royale, but that was maybe too pretty for a Battle Royale. We'll we'll see, because if the Battle Royale does look like that trailer, that would be ridiculous. Um, with the, like the parachutes dropping out the plane, yeah, was the only bit that I felt could have been the Battle Royale. The rest yeah. of it was 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 yeah. I don't I don't think it was intended to be. Um, no. Anyway, they, they showed destructibility and stuff, and that was really cool. But it was like ten seconds. Anyway, we should move on, just like they did. Um, 
<laughs> so I my list here and for the rest of this whole like this show is 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 like the highlights in my head. If I've skipped something or you think I should talk about something, just bring it up. But the next thing I have written down here is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for holiday nineteen. This Which is was literally all we have about that game. It was the weirdest announcement. <laughs> I'm gonna guess that it's not gonna come out on holiday of nineteen. I well there's respawns good at hitting dates, aren't they? I swear they were. I mean they didn't um, I mean, that thing's been in development long enough yeah. that, yeah, I imagine it'll hit. I mean, it'd be hard to miss the date on Titanfall. Ex- well, yeah, but also, like, they could probably just use the Titanfall engine, and that game looked fine. Oh, yeah, they almost almost definitely are. And so, essentially, they already have the engine. They, I bet that's going to go to the same kind of linear experience. Um, they don't even have the complexity of you jumping into a Titan. It's just they have to add melee combat, however the fuck that's going to work. Because this is a Jedi game, and as, he, as the guy weirdly said on stage... With Andrew Renee next to him and everything being ultra uncomfortable, uh, yeah, it'll be a Jedi, and it's the dark times between Episode Three and Episode Four or whatever. It's after yeah. Order sixty yeah. whatever. Um, Sixty-six. This is the sequel to Force Unleashed. <laughs> that was a joke I was hearing thrown around because that's the same time period. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah, because they mentioned like it was like during the era where Jedi are hunted. Yeah. But like again, like they've also been working on this game that we know of at least for the last like three years, so if not longer. So like I think they're going to make twenty nineteen. I in fact think I think it's so crazy well. that like we still haven't even seen a fucking screenshot from this thing. So so what? I'm fucking tired of Star Wars. <laughs> I'm I'm bad. I'm tired of the movies. I'm open. Yeah, to like I, yeah, exactly. Like like I, I agree with you on the movies. Like they've been fucking churning those things out. But like yeah. video games, we've had nothing. Yeah, we've well, had Battlefront, and that is it. Because that's the question. I'm right? Tired of Battlefront. Like, <laughs> no, I agree with you there, Brad. Were you a, a, a uh, old Republic guy or Knights? Uh, guy? No, 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 no. Is, is, is anyone I, here? I went a... back and tried to play Kotor and didn't get into it. I'm I'm a Star Wars old Republic guy. <laughs> Yeah, well, still have my description. The Old Republic is not a bad game. You yeah. still, have, oh my god. <laughs> okay, I can't. I, it's just I can't. every every month, like fifteen bucks you. gets sucked out of my bank account, and I go, oh, that's I can't. Weird. I can't ride this train with you because mine is going to Square for Final Fantasy fourteen instead. Fair enough. Well, I haven't I haven't launched Star Wars in over a year now. Okay, great. Still pay for it. Because. <laughs> um, I was gonna say like I what I want from this is essentially a Titanfall game, but with Star Wars people in it. Like I just want a linear, straight up like good single player, tight five to ten hours. See, I, don't, I guess I I guess I didn't play Titanfall two to know what their campaign was, but like I just oh, I just good. want a fucking Star Wars like especially after seeing um, Battlefront two and like how fucking amazing that game looks and everything. Mm. I just want like a fucking like action game. That's set in the Star Wars universe on yeah. modern hardware. That's yes. literally all I fucking care about. And like a halfway decent story. Like a story, yeah, a good story. Um, like I, I, I'd take a halfway decent story with good lightsaber combat. Do you think it'll star a known character like Obi Wan or something? No. Okay. No. Not if it, not if it's set. Not if they're setting it between the third and fourth movies. I think that gives them a period where they can make up their own shit. I. It will so have too. some of those characters in it. I think. Um, you have or some characters it. from the movies. Yoda's going to make an like, appearance. Yeah, like Yoda is the golem of fucking Star Wars. <laughs> It'll be in every Star Wars game ever made. And every movie, apparently. Fucking Last yeah. Jedi. Um, spoilers for Last Jedi, I guess. Uh, but yeah, no, fucking... I, I hope it's one of those. Uh, that's all we know. Moving on. 
Um, then we essentially the next two things I have written down is the indie stuff they showed. Um, I, I've I've watched a couple reaction things to EA at, by this point, and it seems like the indie stuff was the big takeaway of their press conference. I don't know what that means for their press conference because the indie stuff, like looking at it now, two press conferences onward, this is it, these chump change news. It's it's not terribly surprising if you look at EA's releases, especially over the last few years. Um, they're like similar to Activision, like their number of of game releases outside their sports titles have started to really dwindle. Right. Like they put out a few really big games. So well, coming out of an A3 press conference and like having the like actual like interesting stuff be the small indie games that are able to do cool shit it feel, isn't terribly surprising. It feels like there's drunk people in charge because if they no, like, there there are people with a lot to fucking lose in charge. I mean, sure, but like in being the way they have been, I think they've lost more, right? Because if they, for example, made like given the Mass Effect guys more, well, I I wouldn't even have that studio do it. But say they had they chose a good studio and gave them more time and money, and didn't kill Mass Effect, they would have been in a better position now than they would have been like a couple like. Well, then, then they are actually are now, right? Um, well, I mean, I think the thing, the important thing is like the Mass Effect going the way that it did uh, was because they put the the Bywire AT yeah, on Anthem. Anthem, but Anthem's also like it has the feeling of how? What's the that's what's the term when they, when you just shop it around and see what the public reaction is? Um, it's not crowdsourcing. It's the thing where you just oh, you, uh, focus tested. Focus tested, yeah. It looks like it looks focus tested. Like that's everything about Anthem looks focus tested. Sure, because I mean, yeah, that, and that makes sense because EA EA has a lot to lose with with Anthem. And, but like putting this much money, lose, they're going to lose it because like, it looks shit. Well, it doesn't look shit, but you know, it looks boring. To some it extent. does feel like Bioware a bit out of their depth making mm-hmm. Anthem. It's not their comfort zone for sure. I, it feels like they're losing the heart of what people come to Bioware games for. Like, if you if you they've lost the gameplay, obviously, it's the shooting. It's the shooting. You've never played a Mass Effect game. It's like, like can't you wait to like run around <laughs> I mean, these? My mechs? favorite thing about Kotor was the the awesome lightsaber <laughs> combat. Exactly, and Baldur's Gate. It was the great action combat. Um, that was them, right? That was that was Bioware. That's I'm the thing. Crazy. Like, uh, Baldur's Gate mm. was it. No, that was, so. uh, what is it, 3D Realm? Was it Icewind Dale? Which one was fucking Bioware? Bioware. Bioware's ne- uh, Neverwinter Nights, maybe? Mm, maybe Neverwinter. I might be thinking. Yeah, Neverwinter Nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I had that on my Bioware account. Yeah, yeah, There yeah. we go. That's what they're for. Action combat. I'd, yeah, it was about stories. Yeah, but the, the, the thing is, though, the important thing to, to note, though, is, like, the, the Bioware that we're talking about that is making Anthem is not the same Bioware that it's, made KOTOR. It's not. Like, yeah. those people are fucking long gone from I wonder that. where they went. Like, and we're not even talking about doing? the doctors. They're, they're writing a Dying Light 2. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> is that actually true? Don't tell me that's actually true. Well, no, Chris Avalon is, is writing that. Yeah, Chris, not, Chris Avalon. He was okay. not Bioware. Was, yeah, was he was. Was he not Bioware? No, I he, he wasn't went Bioware. Bioware. Eventually, he was. I think he was the Baldur's Gate guy. I think you're getting the same mix up that uh, I am. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> anyway, long story. Uh, short, no, you're though. thinking of the guy who's actually on Anthem, whose name is escaping me right now. Um, oh, left Hudson. Bioware and then came back. Casey Hudson, yeah, yeah like, Casey Hudson. 
he is the Bioware story guy, and he he's is back. He's not Anthem. back fast enough. Like he's he can't save Anthem. It's already done. Like well, can... I mean, to be fair, like they said during the conference, he was working on Anthem when he left. So yeah, he, there may still be enough of him in there that <sighs> there could. Dude, they had the pitch, right? This That was the story trailer, where it's some old god bullshit, some ancient evil bullshit, and I don't care. <laughs> like, it's... None of the story sounds interesting at all. There's no character to latch onto. Um, the side... Like, the... Apparently, the single player is... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the character is the world. Oh, my God. It just looks... Yeah, there's no story there to latch onto. Anyway, we've gotten ahead of ourselves. That's Anthem. Unravel 2. Guys... Yeah. Yeah, that was a cute. Another unravel. That's you know what? Like, legitimately, that is cool because EA is known for killing shit. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> so it's cool that like they gave unravel. Like, presumably, unravel did well because they're letting them make another one. Yeah, and, and it's out already, and it's two player, and it seems neat for people who liked Unraveled. I don't know, I didn't play it. There was a scary thing where like apparently it's only local co op and not online co op. Okay. Um, which is which is unfortunate but there's so much heart in that development team i'm just happy for them getting another shot at the title um or getting yeah. a successful game so yeah and you know what 20 bucks i might i might just buy that and play that with my wife that's cool that'd be a fun thing to do and you can probably play it with your kids like it's just unravel like it's, i don't think yeah it's gonna be that well hard. i don't know it, it, it does require like some some coordination and button some, pressing some, yeah a little, little bit i don't know my son yeah. might be able to pull that off um and after that was SOS or uh Sea of, sea of Solitude. Solitude. Yeah, that's what that was it. With the really like yeah. heartfelt this year's heartfelt indie developer. Um <laughs> And this one doesn't seem like she's gonna go off the fucking rails two weeks before launch. No, she seems quite under control. <laughs> 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 um, but I yeah, I I thought it was really endearing as as it they tend to yeah. be and the game looks cool. It was it's it's another one of those like stories where like the the story like takes place in a fantastical world, mm. but is based on like real life experiences by her. Yeah, um, and has like a really cool art style to it as well. It's it's one of those games that I'm so happy exists. It's like so I got yeah. I got serious Papo like, and Yo <laughs> vibes because it's a game that I love exists and I'll never play. That's, that's... yeah. Brad said the same thing about it as well. It, it, it's funny. SOS is fun. it, it's it's a game where like I'm I'm of two minds with it because like I'm so glad it exists and yet like I feel so bad for the developer that they had to turn no one's gonna make buy it, it. Make it happen. <laughs> and yet, like she is legitimately excited to be a part of EA to make this game and everything. Like, that's cool. Yeah. It tells me you don't understand what EA is and does. Mm. Or mm. or she does and she was just, they were just desperate or something. Just, like just wants to get this out. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I think mean, whatever. Fucking Respawn joined <coughs> EA. So a, I think EA those guys would know better. Too much of a bad rap more than they deserve. And B, well, I think the, the fair, scheme EA that has... have birthed this and a way out is a cool scheme. And I'm. Like that no is, one else yeah. is doing this yeah. kind of thing. So you can at least give them some props for funding it, these kind of games. In that regard, yeah, I think like my comment about Respawn, I think, still stands though because EA is notorious for acquiring and then closing studios, and oh, you yeah, would think yeah, the Respawn yeah. guys would be smart enough to know that, like looking at the history for sure. and, for sure, and yeah. especially seeing like how they were treated over at Activision, that they wouldn't just jump on something like this. I think this is different because these still remain in de- in development. Sorry, in independent studios so they're not owned yes. by ea which may, which makes it kind of a better deal for everyone involved i assume they still own their own no, ip uh they they are respawn is actually oh yeah respawn's fucked EA. let's just be clear respawn's yeah. gonna be dead in two yeah, years yeah, yeah. but uh no sos developer yeah they're, they're fine <laughs> yeah sos most is likely um 
Respawn's not going to make it past their Star Wars game. That's the last game they put out. Like very. No, like, yeah, and like legitimately, I, I actually kind of wondered if this was them just trying to get the name out there so that they can't cancel it in, in hopes that maybe EA won't cancel it if the name is out there. Hey man, didn't help that visceral. Didn't work for twenty whatever. It was. Well, thirteen thirteen was not yeah. EA. That was Disney. That's true. But visceral Disney. actually got footage out, and they still got shut down. Like it's mm, they got well yeah I guess they got like five seconds of real or whatever yeah that's true yeah um but no happy with SOS it looks cute I, I don't know and and I like the message it's probably it's still not in my wheelhouse of games I'm interested in weirdly enough but it seems cool um speaking of not being in my wheelhouse of games I'm interested in speaking of games I need to download onto my phone right now Duran tell me about the oh, next yeah, shit, game. <laughs> Uh, Command and Conquer is back, baby. Woo. Bigger than ever. That's so depressing. Smaller <laughs> than ever. Can we just talk about how they presented this? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I I felt so bad for In Control because that oh, dude right. be a real name. It's just like it's a it's a washed out StarCraft player, and now he's whoring himself out to EA. <laughs> And I watched out StarCraft Caster as well. Oh, wow. So I guess he's more recently gotten like way big into uh, Warhammer uh, Tabletop. Like okay. actually doing Warhammer. stuff with game, uh, Games Workshop. Oh, like real life Tabletop. Okay. Like real life Tabletop, yeah. Right. yeah. Jesus, okay. That apparently... Well, I guess he's just good at video, like at games and game logic. So I guess that's applicable everywhere. Um Yeah. But sure, like so. Essentially, what they did was okay. The beauty of this reveal was that they didn't announce the name of the game for the first like fifteen fucking minutes. But like within seconds, you knew what it was if you've ever played a Command and Conquer. Those exactly. were some fucking Command and Conquer ass so buildings. So you had the time for the CNC people to be in, like go through the phases of grief, right? So you had the denial <laughs> denial phase immediately the front where everyone was like, "No, that can't be." I think this is a tank they called out, and everyone recognized the name of that tank. Um. And then and the units were kind of, oh the name of the, it was the name of one of the races or whatever and they started like, yeah they called out the, the they called out the, the EDI and like okay well this is <laughs> conquer, guys <laughs> pretty <laughs> depressing <laughs> and then just like they shoutcast a fucking mobile game where the screen was split fifty fifty with one just being a fucking zoom in on the dude's hands on a phone while he plays a stupid game and it was just it was but to be fair. Like as that <laughs> that that demo went on, the game looked more and more interesting. The game even though it is apparently basically it, it apparently it's just classic Clash of Clans. Like it is just that game. Okay. Um, but like it looked like it would actually be kind of fun to play. Uh, it was terribly shown off. Like this is a horrible way to do it. And, but <laughs> I I think people would be nowhere near as offended if it wasn't called CNC. Or if there's a real CNC announced, like yeah, if they did no the back to back, no one would be no interested would in if it wasn't called Command and Conquer, right? Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I, you're you're probably right. Like so, say for example, they did. Well, we'll talk about Gears later, where they they do this at the start and then immediately like put I don't know a logo on this, on stage for the next CNC. Then people will be happy, right? The thing is, they're not going to release another CNC because no. <laughs> yeah. real-time strategy That's games game. don't sell. It's 2018. <laughs> <laughs> unless it's on phone. Unless it's on the phone, they don't sell. Um, yes. And and that's it. That's that's the problem. Like This is CNC now, and I don't know if it's ever going to go back. Um, 
This might uh, be no, I, like that's the, the one. Like Jeff Grossman has talked about this in the past, where like the game industry seems to follow like cycles and stuff. And so like, yeah, I think that RTS will be back again eventually. Like there was a, there was a long period between like the old StarCraft days um, of of RTS and then like a long long drought of like II, no RTS maybe. is really coming out yeah. until StarCraft Two came out and that kind of revitalized the the genre. Four, hot and then of course, and then of course, yeah, then then the fucking Dota shit started happening and, mm-hmm. and destroyed it all. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a matter of time before the art, like, like the, the, the Dota style game really like loses its luster and people will eventually go back to RTS again. I think Dota's I already, it has kind of already. already. Yeah. It's, it's all about, like it's starting to happen. And yeah. PUBG and all that garbage. Mm. Well, yeah, but but I mean, like, those aren't the same audience. Like, you don't you're not seeing fucking League of Legends players going, leaving their league teams and going to Fortnite teams. Like, well, I think I think the pro players are still doing whatever they want, but the people I know who play Dota no longer play Dota or League of Legends. Same for me, but that's not because we're just getting old. They're not leaving it to go play Fortnite. Is what I'm saying. Like, those are two separate audiences. I I think we're just getting old, (laughs) noob. <laughs> like the people we know are aging out of video games. They also, yeah, they're dead. <laughs> um, I attended a funeral for my friend who played Dota. <laughs> so, like, lol is. I think lol is still kind of steady in, in terms of just how much money it makes and shit. Um, don't know about Dota. I, I, I wouldn't people be surprised. Are fucking this. sick and tired of Valve. I think. Yes. In terms of Dota, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Valve's making games again. Didn't you see they yeah. they announced that card game? Um, yeah, I'm excited for artifacts. Leave it alone. <laughs> With that though, that was CNC Rivals. It was really great to be a, a site because I have no skin in that game. I don't care about Command Conquer at all. And it was fun to watch that like kind of cool looking mobile game get absolutely like railed on. You mean there was a uh, severe lack oh, of FMV? Oh god. <laughs> oh yeah, that FMV, like, like high budget. Weird FMV cutscene for the movie. No, no, no I'm saying there, like, there was a severe lack of like like real like real time like, like oh. old school C game FMV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actual, actual like real. Like real, I, real. I do not see a single frame of Ric Flair anywhere. In no there. live that action anywhere. Yeah, depressing. That that, that was actually what we were saying. Like, what if that thing has a single player? That's just a straight up CNC live action. There's no fucking way. That but costs money. Their what entire budget did... into that trailer. Yeah, but like every other mobile game. The live action stuff is like five bucks. Like. It's... <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, if you get Ric Flair back again, yes, it's like five bucks. Like five bucks and like a, a, a rock of Coke. Exactly. <laughs> um, I've, I'll be funny. Like if, if I don't know, whatever, this is CNC Rivals 2 has a full live action single player. That could be, I, it would be curious to see how the audience reacts. <laughs> can I make a CNC Rivals 2? <laughs> anyway, with that though, the last thing I have on this list for fucking, um, actually no, there's an important thing before we get to Anthem. Uh, actually, go deep on Anthem. Um, Origin Access Premiere was announced. Um, yeah. So this is cool. Yeah, it's it's like as somebody who is currently subscribed subscribed to Origin Access and never uses it, this is cool. Like I'm, I never fucking use it. I give them my five dollars a month, and I'm potentially looking at just giving them ten more dollars a month. So what is Origin Access Premiere? Origin Access Premiere is basically Origin Access, or as the uh, Xbox version, which is uh, just EA Access, um, except that with Premiere, it's $15 a month, and you get access to all of their upcoming games through it. That's crazy. 
So you get five day early access, and then as long as yeah, your subscription true. is still running, you can still keep playing all of their new games. So this is going to roll out with, interestingly, Madden is coming to PC. That was a big yep. uh, mm. news as part of the announcement of Origin Access Premiere. But also, you know, FIFA and so all their sports game stuff. Like, um, Anthem and Battlefield Five will all be launching on this service five it days was early. Unclear when they first announcement, sorry, announced it whether it was only streaming or it was actually you download and have it on your hard drive and works um i'm still not clear which way that is like if, if it's only so streaming the, the, or... the streaming thing is a separate thing mm. yes this is download and play they were the like game. yeah there were basically there were two initiatives they were talking about there they just un- unfortunately put them back to back right um the first confused. one was <laughs> yeah the first one was that they are working on a streaming type of software where you can play the games, you know, EA games on anything. And then, like, from there, they rolled into, like, and you can play all of EA games with Origin Access Premiere and went on to discuss what that was. So, so uh, is EA just never going to release DLC ever again? Uh, well, no, that's the thing. They, they, the they, they, because, like, what they do is, is, and I noticed this with Origin Access as it sits right now. Um, so, like, for instance, let me pull up my game library here on Origin. Um, and... So it won't be included. DLC will not be included. You don't think it will be included. Um, So I I believe it will be included. It's like, for instance, uh, Mass Effect three, I own Mass Effect three. I I legitimately bought the game. Mm -hmm. Um, However, through origin access, I can choose to upgrade my game at no, no extra cost. And what that does, it gives me all the DLC. But if I decide to do that, having purchased Mass Effect three, then if I ever cancel my origin access, I completely lose access to all of Mass Effect 3, even though I originally purchased the game. That's great. So, like, the DLC presumably will just be rolled into the access as well. That's insane. Um, But you'll just lose access to all of it. So basically, like, just don't don't buy a game that's on access if you're going to buy it or pay for access. But here's the thing, right? They're charging what a hundred a year, fifteen dollars a month, right? That's here's the prices. So are they expecting that they're only going to be releasing basically? one big game a year now forever no they're they're expecting that like players like like me for instance i generally maybe play one ea game a year and this way they get me in there to play multiples of their games that i maybe wouldn't have given a shot let's, to let's think about but, next year right but next, in terms of the amount earned that's a lot less let's be clear right next year is going to be anthem and jedi so already yeah. you're you're well ahead because it's fifteen pounds a month or ninety pounds a year. That's the UK price, or fifteen dollars mm-hmm. a month or a hundred dollars a year for the US players for US prices. Um, I I'd pay that for Anthem and um, Anthem, yeah. everything else, and Jedi. Right now, the hard part about it is is like for instance, if you decide to do that, you pay that hundred dollars for the year, mm-hmm. and you you and and then like something happens, and the following year you don't renew that, you now can't play Anthem anymore. True. You would have to go them go and pay them an additional sixty dollars sure. to play Anthem. I mean, or you can like I, I wonder how it is for like how is it for EA for the people who actually play this the smart way and just pay fifteen dollars the month. Yeah, yeah, the month of the game they want. Right. Finish it in a month, stop paying, and then do that again for the next game. I think what they're looking at is they're 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 doing this as a subscription model for the same reason any other subscription model does, and that is to get players like me who will put and like noob who yep. will put fifteen dollars and then just forget about it, and then just forget <laughs> yeah. about it and never come back and play it again. I mean, I've given I've given, I, I, I've given them for five dollars a month. I've given them probably I would imagine at this point probably close to eighty dollars right uh, for Origin <laughs> Access, and I have played about. 
an hour of Mass Effect Andromeda using that origin access. <laughs> I mean, there's that part of it, but then there's also the part of they're only making games that are services, right? So like, right, they're not sure. expecting you to play Anthem for one month and then drop it. They're yeah. not expecting you to play FIFA for one month and drop it. Like, even if you pick up FIFA and, you know, even if this uh, Premier thing does include all the DLC, it won't include the paid currency in the game, right? Mm-hmm. So they want you to go in there, pick, get FIFA for free, but then spend, you know, however much it is playing Ultimate Team and buying card packs. Because I can fucking dystopian nightmare we live in. <laughs> well, like, so uh, Jeff Gerson mentioned this during uh, or after uh, Xbox's conference, which we'll get to as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically what EA and Microsoft are doing is they're, they're kind of soft prepping everybody for this next era of video games where none of us will own video games anymore. Mm-hmm. We already yeah. kind of don't. Like any, any digital copy of a game you buy or really even physical, mm-hmm. all you're doing is you're, you're purchasing a license. You're not even purchasing a license, like you're purchasing the ability to hold that license yeah. that they can revoke from you at any time. Like you know you don't ever actually own your video game. So nothing really changes with these models other than like when their servers go down, yeah. you lose access to it forever. Yeah. Which I don't really have a massive problem with personally, because I just don't I just don't go back into my back catalog often. Yeah. Like, at all. yeah. like I, I don't trade my games in because I always think like, well, what if I want to go back and mm. On very rare occasion, I might. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, if you know, eight years from now, I don't have access to Mass Effect Three, I don't think that I'm going to be that hurt by that. Yeah, like I, I can, I can kind of live with that, you know. Um, and and again, like if you want two EA games a year, so say next year is kind of bought and paid for. Like for example, there could be another Battlefront as well. So you're looking at Anthem, Battlefront, and Jedi. Which I doubt, because I wouldn't put Jedi out and Battlefront out in the same year, but maybe they will. Um, then that's three games you get for a hundred bucks, and that's like, yeah, all right. That's now we're getting to easy prices. Um, plus, yeah, I right. assume you get all these indie games as well, and that's easy mode. Like, okay, I get to play whatever Unravel two, um, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's yeah, cool. Think, yeah. yeah, for me, I'm I'm super on board with this. Like, they're launching it this summer. Um, in preparation for Madden and FIFA coming out, and like I wouldn't normally buy Madden and FIFA on PC, but like I'm thinking of picking this up because you get Battlefield Five, I get Anthem when it comes out. Like I'll subscribe for a year, see how it goes. DLC. So uh, what we're saying is that EA, despite everything, sold us on their plan. Just <laughs> <laughs> by having the shittest press conference <laughs> of the lot by far. Well, we not only that, but like <laughs> for, the, for the most part, we don't really play EA games, and yet we're yeah. 100% ready to drop $100 <laughs> for EA games. It's like, GG. Oh. I bought Battlefront 2, I bought Battlefront or, and Battlefield 1 last year. Yeah, there you go. And done. I played cumulatively oh, like two hours. <laughs> like, that's what I played. And they, they fuck me. They fuck me with my Photor subscription. They fuck me with my EA Access uh-huh. subscription. See, the best part about all this is that they don't. You fuck yourself. Exactly. You're doing it to yeah, you. but they're giving me the big fucking cock to the fuck rope. myself with. <laughs> yeah. Right, but the, but you're grabbing it and you're just inserting it. Yeah, over yeah, and over. That's enabling. Over that's enabling. <laughs> so, yeah, go EA. Apparently the best conference so far. Uh <laughs> Because they got they got us they sold us on literally all of their games. That's the only thing that you can't do better than that, right? Um, before we cut off, though, I do want to talk about Anthem because my hot take on Anthem is 
Aside from one other game that is newly announced, I'm not and I'm not counting Vesperia. I think Anthem is currently the game I'm most interested in in E3, and that's weird because it's in spite of what they showed. Depending on yeah, so like depending on on what we consider for subsequent uh, conferences here, mm-hmm. then yes, because like. We'll get to the Bethesda later, but like that stuff is far flung future. Anthem's coming yeah, out that, next that's year. Yeah, that's kind of what I mean. Like, Bethesda talk about some stuff that I'm like, you know what? We can't even. Those aren't games yet. Yeah, those, those, those are, are fucking just ideas in Todd Howard's heads. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, <laughs> and again, like Anthem was like one of the shittest showings for. This was worse than the year they showed Mass Effect Andromeda as a series of like five second long cutscenes which are just out of end like clips from an engine of like a monster running after you and the mako like rocking around a planet and that's it and that's all you got for that year it was the it was the really bad ea press conference where they're just like we don't have games we're just showing you concept art this was worse than that this was loops like 30 second loops oh my god off, that off was a, so bad <laughs> of a dude just flying over corridors of valleys when what so turns- the, the- Go ahead, sorry. The crazy part about it was, like, after this, uh, Giant Bomb put up a video where there was a four-minute video of gameplay for Anthem. Uh-huh, a four-minute uncut, like, full-on bit of gameplay. Well, there were some cuts in there, but yeah. Right, yeah. And also crazy is it's apparently a fully open world. So in spite of giving all indications that it's level-based, <laughs> it's a fully open world. I didn't think so much level-based. I was thinking more like, like Guild Wars 1, like where you would go to a hub city and then go out two maps. But I don't think it is. I think it's just one huge open world. I, I still think it's hub-based. Like, I think it's lying? a hub and you I mean, go that's out fair. Like, well, I wouldn't be surprised if they're just fucking lying. Not once during any gameplay have we seen another group of people. I, we've also not seen them go over a mountain range <laughs> or fly over their city. They've only ever walked into their city. Um, right. Yeah. No, this is very Monster Hunter. Yeah, this is... So, all right. Anthem. What we know, um, not much more than last year, except there's four classes. I mean, know the name of the four classes. There's Ranger. There's whatever, the Heavy Dude. There's Sniper Dude. those are the only two they talked about, actually. They, the, they did not talk about the other two at all. They named them, though. They showed Storm. Storm is cool. Um, but there's that stupid Sniper Dude. No one, the Scout. That's right. It's Ranger, Scout, the Heavy Dude. I forget his name. And, the, and Storm. Um, and that's it. That's all, that's all we've got. And they should, and essentially got big monsters. That's the whole deal. That was, that was the showing from this one where they showed the big Colossus dude who throws shit at you and punches into the sky. And they showed the big spider dude who apparently like comes out of the ceiling. That's what they showed. Which gave us weird Monster Hunter vibes. And that's about it. And considering how much I like that Monster Hunter game, that's part of why I'm interested in this. Because <laughs> it sounds like you're mercenaries that just kill monsters. I don't know. It doesn't seem to be like a, a single enemy that you're really fighting, at least not so far. Um... Yeah, it gave me Lost Planet vibes. And from what people have said playing it afterwards, apparently it plays well, even if it looks a bit jank. Uh, yeah, because Mass Effect, I, I assume it's, sorry, it's not, not the dice end. What's it? Frostbite. I assume it's Frostbite. Frostbite, yeah. 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 Uh, probably, yeah. So they still got the work the Mass Effect guys did on it. Um, and that game played Whatever well. Whatever work that was. I mean, it played well, right? That was the one saving grace of Andromeda. Did it? Yeah. Apparently did you it was play Andromeda? <laughs> yeah, it was all right. I didn't play it okay. Like the movement was kind of janky. The platforming was hot garbage. I can tell that. I can say that for certain. But considering I'm playing Storm, which is the class that apparently doesn't need to walk ever, 
Um, it, it, it played about as well as an Uncharted game. Uh, shut up, Duran. <laughs> <laughs> With that, um, all right, guys. EA big takeaways. Duran, were you sold anything aside from Access Premium? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I I am surprisingly still interested in what the fuck Anthem is. I know, like I I still don't like I still don't really know what the hell that game is, and I feel like it's really like in the grand scheme of things, not that far off. Yeah, I guess they don't have that many more opportunities to show what it is before launch, right? I mean, that, we have do, Gamescom. Do that? Do you think they'll have like an Anthem blowout day like they did with Battlefield? I. I don't think so. If Anthem is tracking like it currently is tracking, I can see it just tanking. Like I don't see any buzz around Anthem aside from like the people like us who are like masochistically still interested in this potential for the last flame of Bioware. Right? It's like that's kind Bioware of Bioware is dead, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get with the program. I need to see the name on the tombstone. That is Anthem. Like, I, I need to see that. I need to play that. The name was the tombstone name was an Andromeda. <laughs> that wasn't really Bioware, though. I mean, to be fair, the tombstone name was uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. Oh, wow. That's, oh, harsh. Uh, Noob disagrees. Just been ever since. Noob disagrees. He loves I'm that giving game. them my money because I love their game <laughs> that I haven't played in years. All right. Uh, Brad, any, any major takeaways from EA before we get to real no, press conferences? Access Premiere is interesting. Yeah. That's, that's my main thoughts. The rest of the games they showed or whatever. <laughs> Noob, are you are you going to give them your money? Um, I un, like another company learned from the the Sony conference two years ago oh that they God. just need to show games. They well, need to shut the fuck up. They just need to show games. Speaking, he, of... EA didn't learn that lesson. Oh God, let's let's not even pretend like EA. Here's the, again, EA sold us on all of their video games, every single one of them. By selling us on their program, essentially, right? They achieved their purpose. They're potentially the most well, successful conference. <laughs> I don't think they sold us on Battlefield. I think Battlefield is more. It comes with the Access Premiere program. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, well, if I get access, then I guess I'll maybe use I'll some hardware space on Battlefield. <laughs> I don't know because like I have I have Origin access right now. I have access to Battlefield One. I have it installed. <laughs> I've never loaded it up. Yeah. Hey man, they sold your license. They they win. That's that's how that works. I give them um, my five dollars a month to have the privilege to look at that game and decide. <laughs> nah, nah. Speaking of places that maybe learned from Sony two years ago in probably their strongest conference ever, let's roll into Microsoft. Well, um, hang on. No, they had a stronger one before. It just so happened that none of those games came out. Ooh, that's interesting. Really, which which do you think was stronger? What do you think was a stronger conference? The one where they announced like every fucking uh, feel good uh, like video game announcement, and then they were all subsequently canceled. Oh, the like the Phantom Break or whatever yeah. the fuck it was. Phantom Dust. Phantom Dust. Phantom Dust. Scale Bound. Like all that shit was announced, Scalebound. and none of it came out. I think that was that, a really good conference, and then we saw how it how it turned out. I think those are like those kind of get a weird. They're not a pass, but like those are the ones, those are the aspirational conferences near a console launch that like where like that was like two years after the launch. Was it? No way. Yes. No way. Yes. Fuck. All right. Well, that was like two years ago. I think I actually honestly personally, okay, here's the deal, right? If you're here for Microsoft exclusives, I still, I still don't think you got what you wanted. Um, but if you're just here for cool um, video games, I think this is the best conference they've done. 
So here, here's the thing about Microsoft nowadays, though. If you're here for Microsoft exclusives, you got literally everything you could possibly get. Yes, you got everything you you could get because like, every you studio literally got everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is like if you went into a Nintendo conference and you got a Mario announcement, a Zelda announcement, a fucking uh-huh. Smash Brothers announcement, a Donkey Kong announcement, a Metroid announcement, a fucking Ice Climbers announcement. <laughs> well, they uh, they always have those like they have the world premieres and they have like the console launch exclusive, right? Yes, like all of these are going to be on PC. They're going to be on Xbox. They're just not going to be on fucking PS playstation right maybe so let's get into it i don't it. think there's that much here that isn't going to be on play- ps4 anymore. that's the crazy thing right um so i think it was the best conference they've done do, brad do you have any overall impressions before we go into this it was very strong but i agree with the thing that they just don't do exclusives anymore because i guess it's not mm. in their interest like they they are happy to sell you games on pc and and they showed some cool stuff that definitely isn't is going to show up on ps4 as well noob any overall impression before we jump into it this? It was very good. I, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed the Microsoft conference. I, it's weird. Like I watched it twice because I, I I had it just running in the background while I was while I listened to it twice. I had it running in the background while I was driving over from Canberra to Sydney b- between conferences today, um, and I the second time through it was very much like oh yeah okay that w-, it w- it kind of like whelmed me as opposed to overwhelmed. Um, it was, it was, I just felt solidly whelmed. I felt filled, you know, dildo style, but not, I wasn't like overfilled. I wasn't really feeling <laughs> <What>? it. <laughs> Did you just say dildo style? Yeah, I'm continuing, I'm continuing your analogy from the EA press conference. No, but mine is more of an invasive, I don't want to give you my money, but you're taking it away from me. No, this you shove like it up a, yourself. I was like pretty clear satisfied. at the time. That was pretty clear at the time. All right, moving on. Halo Infinite opened up the show. We still don't know what this was, <laughs> as far as I, I think, can tell. Yeah, I think it's almost like competitive in terms of gameplay as Starfield <laughs> and Elder Scrolls Six. <laughs> I so I caught it on the second time through. Yeah, yeah uh, Easy Allies caught it. At the bottom, it said "Game Engine Demo," which, oh, of course, which makes it sound like because and at the end it had like powered by the like. Something like not systematic, but some S sounding uh, engine. So that no was drop. <laughs> oh god! But it was it was essentially an engine demo for the next Halo thing, which might be Halo Infinite. Which that's the slip space engine. Slip space engine. There you go. And and it's it appears that Halo Infinite might be the thing they're calling what should have been Halo Six, but isn't going to be called Halo Six because they're saving Halo Six for the Xbox Two. Yeah, it looks like uh, Microsoft has said like the game art and the tech engine are all still in progress, and many of the assets and designs will certainly evolve between now and the release of the game. Mm-hmm. And so, so, like this, this is I think this, this is literally like they, they they are making another Halo game. They are not numbering it. Yeah, and this was them showing off like, hey, we have a new engine for this next Halo. This is potentially what it could look like. Yeah, none of that was clear from the conference. Like, I had no idea what was going on by the end of that trailer, and you didn't even know it was Halo till the end, where he, when Master Chief lowers his, oh sorry, a Spartan lowers their helmet, and like essentially you see you see the helmet on the side of the screen, and that's it. That's the only time and then, you know. No, it's a, a Warthog drove past as well. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. one interesting thing After here, um, I'm reading an article on on the Verge about the game, um, and they said that as the game evolves, Halo fans will be able to test it out along the way. Uh, what? Quote from, uh, a quote from who is this? Uh, Chris Lee, um, Hi, Chris Lee. 
uh, says that in the future you will be oh, able to join early early flighting programs that will let members of the, of the community play the game with us and give direct f- feedback, much like the current insider flighting program for Halo Master Chief Collection. Uh, it will take some time for us to be ready to kick those flighting events off, but when we do, they will start small and grow along the way. So they're going. This is like they're going to be releasing this to community members to test super early with them, and then slowly open it up to like a more like proper closed beta, I guess. Huh. That so is like this is like way off then. Wow, that doesn't feel like Halo either. Like that doesn't feel like how they normally treat. Well, it sounds like they're, they're already doing that with Master Chief Collection. This, this sounds like a program they they started when the Master Chief Collection came out so fucking broken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to yeah, like use the community to help them debug their game, fuck, and they're just continuing that for their next game, which makes sense if 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 they are also then putting this on a whole new engine with whole new problems. Uh, yeah, so, I guess. Sorry, there's Brad. some quote that came out about the the art style being different as well, because like in the trailer, we all commented that the Warthog looked kind of shitty. It looks really um, bad. Also, the the Master Chief armor, which suspiciously Look- looks like old Halo armor, not the yeah. New, uh, takes on it also looks really kind of i want to say like cartoony in a way it like, does it looks a little i think i think what it is that like we're grounded. so used to like banged up master chief at this point mm. it is like what they showed there was just like fucking crisp clean pristine master chief well it could look I don't think it bad though. i think it just looked too clean yeah oh yeah the armor didn't look bad it would definitely look different though yeah, yeah it was more rounded it was like the master chief like remastered edition helmet where it was like rounded ish mm. um mm. and but and the yeah, go ahead. Sorry, the, the the other rumor is it's open world and on a Halo ring. So there's that. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what I heard that as well. Yeah, I heard it was open world on a Halo ring, which just sounds strange. So I'm rewatching the trailer on like a super fucking high res stream. I guess. Okay. This looks really good. Yeah, it does. Right, but wait till it gets to the it warthog. Did not, it did not look great on the the stream we watched for the the conference wait till you get to the warthog it still looks weird i don't know what it is about that thing maybe it's because it's so zoomed out and you're not getting any of the kinetics like, maybe the physics is like a bit junky and mm. it also looks very flat i don't know yeah but when he gets there it's like what the fuck it just like it suddenly becomes a ps3 game for 15 seconds and then cuts away <laughs> um but no so that was the opening of the conference which I, aside from the fact that we didn't know what the fuck it was, it was a very strong opening and rare for Microsoft to open with a big franchise. They usually open with a third party. Uh, I think Metal Gear opened one of their conferences. Uh, obviously, back in the day, used to open with Call of Duty all the time. So this time, opening with a with a Halo thing was already like, okay, you guys are kind of bringing it. Um, then Phil Spencer gets on stage, and I'm pretty sure he came on next. And it was kind of weird because I don't know if you guys got the same feel but I feel like Phil Spencer had his full-on shill hat on. He didn't feel like a person through that whole conference. He just kind of felt like he was shilling, which is kind of brought it down for me personally, even though the games he was showing were fucking amazing, like back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back. Um, but I just he was had his salesman hat on, and I didn't quite, it didn't jive with me. But then he got off stage from memory, and then we just get fucking rolling. Like, then we just start going deep. Um so I've skipped mm. stuff here as you like as as before. Um, if like I didn't, I don't have Metro on this list. If you guys want to talk about it a bit later, but um, I stuck Metro on the side, but there's yeah. not too much to say. They didn't show much new. So the big first big thing for me, and I think it was like the third thing they showed. I forgot what happened second. Oh yeah, it was Ori the Brian Forest. That was the second. The first, the second thing they showed was Ori. What did you guys think of Ori? I think that would look pretty cool. I guess um, it looked. 
there's combat now. That's the th- that was my takeaway. Yeah. It looks like Ori with combat. I don't know. I didn't play the first one. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Ori. The, the first Ori, like, God damn it. What, Matt Mori? Oh, I just catch that. Mori? The first Ori, like, it looked like it was, like, it likes the first one. It looks like, like, visually really fucking great. I just don't think it's a game for me. I. Mm-hmm. I think I I hated the way the first one played, which might be sacrilegious, but apparently a lot of people agree with me. Um, the if this feels more like a like a if this controls more like a Nintendo game for best of, like that's the best way I can phrase it, or an actual Castlevania, and the fact that he has like an actual staff and bow a bow now, which means he can actually attack and stuff. This feels like it's a, even like a different genre than the original fucking Ori, and that makes me way more interested, especially with how good it looks and how good it sounds. Um, if this is like just a totally different game to the other Ori, I'm kind of on board, like 100% on board. Um, that said, though, actual game first big megaton kind of thing uh we finally got to figure out what shadows died twice was more importantly we kind of got to figure out what the weird are so last time they showed what looked like a block and tackle where it was this kind of like a bone tackle with like this um twine kind of in the middle that was looked like red like a red vein around the twine that like stretched tight and it had this like crazy, crazy like screeching sound as it stretched, right? And we had no idea what the fuck that was. Everyone thought it was Bloodborne. Um, now we finally get an idea. It's the arm of the main character of Sekiro, Shadows Dies Twice. Brad, what do you think of Sekiro? I'm very excited for this game. It looks fantastic. <laughs> it's really up my alley. Like, I love the feudal Japan style stuff. It, it seems very interesting how this will go up against um, Ghost of. Can anyone Tsushima. The name of the Tsushima. Tsushima? Tsushima? Yeah. Tsushima. Yeah, I'd be very interested to see, you know, if they're going to launch at the same time, how they do relatively to one another. Because, like, this has the, the, the benefit of the lineage of being from software's new game, Fuck you know, the yeah. old Dark Souls thing, and it's mm-hmm. got... What's the director? Matt? Oh, God, I should remember his fucking name. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to see if it's on this webpage. Um, for... uh, Miyazaki. Got Miyazaki yeah. behind it, right? This is this is what Miyazaki was doing while someone else was making Dark Souls Three. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't really seem to have much involvement in that, so th- it's pretty exciting to see, you know, where where it's going to go with that. And yeah, just the the style and the theme of it look it looks gorgeous, and like, the enemy design. Oh my god! And that's that's the thing, right? Because so From Software has never been famous for their graphics or their character art, um, but they have always been fam- famous for their worlds. And their enemy yeah. designs, and yeah. this continues that fucking trend. Where um, I think definitely graphically, it just it looks very current, mid current gen. Doesn't look like current current gen, um, but the way it moves, you can you can kind of feel the combat just by watching that that demo. Like he, there's parries, there's using magic. Um, the coolest thing they've added is they now have a grappling hook, which just changes everything about that combat mm-hmm. because um this third boss they show i think it was is this horseman and you're like grappling onto his sword as he fucking rides past and stuff to get to him and attack him like that is just it totally yeah, changes that, what's possible in those combat arenas 
that that boss looked freaking fantastic. Like it looked very Dark Souls, like the yes. way you were strafing around the character. But then the the interactions, the new interactions were really cool. It's also got very much more of a Bloodborne vibe than I think a Dark Souls vibe because yes. there didn't seem to be any sort of shield. Mm-hmm. It seems to be more focused on dodging uh, parries specifically as well. Yeah. And there seems to be also some stuff with like transforming weapons. There was like an umbrella type thing that unfolded and blocked one attack. Oh, um, yeah, that, that was you cool. To equip onto your weird like hook arm yeah it seems uh, like to modify your combat exactly it seems like your hook arm can be modified and like you're essentially upgrading your arm bionic commando-esque uh that was the only time we compare those two games um <laughs> the, <laughs> but you're upgrading your arm and like there's one where like you can that you seem like folding out like a sword from his hook arm or something i forget like there's like a split second of that um the so i think as long as the grapple is a standard, because I think that kind of needs to be there. Because if anything else is an option, I'd still pick the grapple by the looks of things, um, like the range grapple. But the, yeah, like the fact that so you upgrade your arm, you. The thing about the sword is that it does feel like your like parrying is how you manage this game, which I was relatively concerned with. And we talked about this during the thing, where for Bloodborne, the reason that the only way I was able to get through that game was because you had a ranged parry. And I was so shit at parrying, I used the um, the wide parry, like the shotgun or whatever it was, um, yeah. like the the blast pistol, because it meant I, I didn't have to aim as well. <laughs> like that's how like shit I was at parrying. But it was it got me through that game, right? Or most of that game, I didn't finish it. Um, but the the fact that you do only have a sword for parrying makes me curious. Also, so the mechanic of this seems to be that you die twice, as the name suggests. So um, from looking, and Easy Allies kind of pointed this out, when you parry, it looks like it fills a meter on in the corner of the screen. And if you parry enough times, it fills it. And it, their guess, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're true, if it's correct, is that is what lets you regen when you die. Mm. Um, so kind of like it, a humanity deal-ish? Yeah, kind of like a humanity, like to some extent. Um so it seems like like if that is how this game works, like say for example there is no healing or there's only like those gem kind of really slow healing items, um, but if you if you get enough parries you can actually regen. Like that seems like the next step step forward in there, like continually moving towards a more aggressive playstyle because that seems to be what From wanted with Bloodborne. Yeah, is that just like to make you have to be on the offense. Um, because like tanking, yeah. even though it was a valid strategy for Dark Souls, they never were a fan of it. And so Miyazaki specifically wasn't really a massive fan of it, which is why he did Bloodborne. Um, this seems like more of that, and it's fucking cool. That's kind of the takeaway. Yeah, there. and the press release says this said like Miyazaki said, "Yo, this game is going to be hard." So. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Get ready for that. I, I can't wait. <laughs> did they give a date at all, or not? I don't know. I don't think we did see a date. I don't think they did. No. Uh, I don't have anything written down. I'm curious. I, I think I bet it's 19 because those guys are fast. Those guys actually. Yeah, just, I think so. Those guys just pump out games. I don't know how they do it. Um, all right. That's that's so that's an actual like. If I was to pick a game that is not a, it was, it was newly announced this whole this E3, it would be uh, Sekiro, uh, Sekiro as my number one game of show. I, that's the thing I'm most yeah, interested me in. Me too. Definitely. Um. Next up. Uh, not quite my number one game of show. Crackdown three was shown. Who cares? Why? Why did they show this? 
Because Terry motherfucking crew. It was it was it, like <laughs> given that they literally just fucking delayed that game. <laughs> It was not only odd that they would show it, but it was odd that they showed it and literally, like, really showed us nothing new. Like, if they were going to show that game after having a delay, like, at least have, like, yes, the game's delayed, but we're adding this cool thing to it that we haven't shown you before. I mean, you're right. But instead, like... we got this fucking Mighty Number no. 9 esque trailer <laughs> where it's like Terry Crews just narrating all the cool shit he can do in the game, which, admittedly, one, a lot of that shit is cool, and two, it's even cooler that you can do it as Terry Crews. Wait, I don't think you can play as Terry Crews. You are playing as Terry Crews. Bullshit! You're not playing. As He's Terry the main Cruz. character. Oh my! I mean, God. like maybe not, maybe not Terry Crews. Like literally, the character's name is Terry Crews. <laughs> but like, yes, you are playing. Like his face is the face of the main character. His voice is the voice of the main character. I think that's fucking incredible. <laughs> I think I, I'm suddenly I, on board. I think it's incredible, you, like just realized this because like they showed his face in the trailer. I thought he was your commander, like in the other game. No. He is you are he is your main character of that oh game. Oh my god, that is kind so, of fucking incredible. <laughs> is this like with Saint Tro being hey. able to play as Nolan North? Yes. What do you mean? I've been here the whole time. I just this is the first thing I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> there was just been waiting for Crackdown 3. <laughs> I need to turn up your audio, but welcome Thurlton to the show. We're, we're talking Microsoft here. Um why I get a drink, Thurbs. What were your impressions of, of Microsoft so far and Crackdown 3? Uh, Microsoft did a really good job. Um, Crackdown three, like it. So I got a lot of like Saints Row vibes, I guess. Kind of like it's, yes. it's, it started off with the whole like, oh, Terry Crews being able to play as Terry Crews and like Saints Row. I did the whole thing of like Keith David. Uh, remember in like the last, the, not the last one, but like the Saints Row four. Oh, like three. Nolan Nolan North was one of the voice oh, options. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, feel, I, I I hope that it's just like literally your character is named Terry Crews. That'd be that'd be real good. Um, <laughs> It'll be good. Just fucking lean like, into it. I mean, I mean, him shouting Four was really leaning into the crackdown. So why not just like try and make it along those same lines? Make it silly. Make it fun. I mean, Terry right. Crews is such a hype man. Like I, I'm actually kind of more interested in that game now that I heard that he's the main character. I, I still assumed he was just like your captain. Are you um, seriously gonna buy Crackdown Three because no, Terry Crews? But I might get Game Pass. So you'll just get it for free, right? Or whatever. Inverted commas free. Because um, Game Pass means you get everything day one, right? So like, if you put it in that light, if you think of it as a game that you'll just get with Game Pass, because that's how that works, that's pretty cool. Like, I, I'm, I'm kind of more on board now. If it's just a fun, dumb game and you're playing Terry Crews, Terry, they should just name his character Terry Crews. And that's 100% like what Crackdown should be. And I think <laughs> isn't that so sad being like a, the developer <laughs> of Crackdown 3 and it's like oh maybe maybe someone will play our game on on, on this service where they'll have it for free <laughs> like it, it's um I isn't that all Microsoft games is that all EA games as well now <laughs> so yeah depressing. yeah like people won't even buy the game it's not like I'm gonna go out and buy Crackdown Three. It's, no, that's a, that's the thing. I, I'm like, bored. Have to, I have nothing yeah. to do. I'm gonna play Crackdown Three. Yeah. With with this being like first party games that they're doing this with, mm-hmm. if is if they see all 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 Microsoft cares about is does this game bring in or maintain game subscriptions? Pass. Yeah. If it does, Microsoft is still making money off of that, the same as they would if they were selling the game. Mm-hmm. So like the development studios, like they still get their money. They don't care 
they're not selling millions of copies or whatever. All they care about is like, do we get to do the next thing? Yes. But I feel like that's a little demoralizing. That no one's really buying. <laughs> I don't think game. so. I think I think it's the opposite. I think I, I would imagine this kind of takes a bit off of them because they could pretend, like think about it this way: like somebody could potentially like one of the bigger studios could potentially like take bigger risks uh, putting out a game knowing that it's going on to Game Pass because they don't need to sell the six billion titles in order to break even on budget for EA to not close their studio down. Oh, I'm not saying it's I'm... it's a bad idea. I'm just saying that if I was a video game developer and nobody wanted to pay, play or pay for Crackdown 3, they just would play it for free. I think that's a little Noob, um, there is another way you can take a spin at this. Or just like, I really like the fact that... Um, they are trying to just maintain like a, a an audience base. Like, there's something to be said about like focusing on audience retention rather than just making money. Mm, so let's right. say like the giant bomb subscription model versus loot box like milk you for all your worth whales. Right. I I think yeah. There's a difference between the giant bomb subscription model and the IGN loot boxes that you can buy. Yes. Are those a thing now? Yes, you can buy IGN <laughs> loot boxes. Oh shit! Another thing I can spend my money Yay. on. Awesome. <laughs> but I think um, it's it's interesting because the I don't think we should underestimate the power of inverted commas free on user reviews and user opinions of a game, because if right. it it actually really does like if subscription models become the norm going forward that's really going to change the delineate that's going to be strongly delineating people who buy games individually and people who buy subscriptions cuz for subscriptions your bar of entry is is zero essentially low so a game like Frack- crackdown is has way more chance to impress you cuz it's free essentially sure but it, but but coming from the people who are putting out those reviews and putting out those impressions both mm-hmm. on the media side as well as on the influencer side mm. on the media side like those people have been dealing with that for a while like the idea yeah like, they get they get there, games there is They're not gonna there change. is somewhat of it well there is somewhat of a disconnect there i've even noticed it even with the giant bomb guys where there isn't the uh emphasis necessarily put on value sure uh, yeah. the same way there would be for a lot of us yeah. um but even more so um on the influencer side those guys are just coming into this and they're they're getting games they're getting access to stuff that they otherwise wouldn't have. And so like there's already kind of that bias a bit in in that channel. Um true before this subscription model. But in terms of word of mouth though, like uh, like word of mouth sells just as many games as influences or reviews. And I think that's gonna be way more positively benefited by things like subscription services. Um but we we'll find out as things go forward. Like we don't know, we're just speculating right now. But I, I suspect that's that's how that's going to go. If these subscription services do become the norm, which they might be, like if you're looking at EA, like we're considering it, for example, um, for Xbox, if I do buy an Xbox, which essentially just comes down to Tales of Vesperia, um, <laughs> crazy as that is to say, um, yeah, no, that's a, this could be a game I end up playing. But we spent too much time in Crackdown 2. N- so real quick, before, before we move on from Crackdown 2, I did mm-hmm. link that picture Crackdown in the 3, chat yeah. here of Terry Crews as the main character. Mm-hmm. I also linked that over to a friend of mine, and his response was, in all caps, Big Bo. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I can't unsee it now. <laughs> the eyes aren't as bold. The eyes aren't as crazy. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Oh man, I think that's okay, a good. Okay, sorry. Movie. Now we can move on. I think it's a good movie. <laughs> Crackdown. Um, Metro Exodus, guys. That was a good-looking video game. Yo. Metro continues to be a very good-looking video game. Yes. <laughs> that's kind of my takeaway. Is anyone here a Metro fan? Yeah. Yeah. What were your it's thoughts? Okay. What were your thoughts? 
I'd be interested um, to see how it translates to an open world game. That's yeah, especially like above yeah. ground. It's open world. Yeah. Yep. Oh right, that's yeah, why. That's why we're talking world. about stalk. This being like invalidating stalker. Yeah, basically. Right. I guess there's still a train involved, so they can still call it Metro. <laughs> <laughs> that's really curious. Like I, I didn't unlike Fallout, which I guess we'll get to later. I didn't get a vibe of really cool really different enemy designs they kind of just look like standard mutants and rap people and all that kind of stuff but um being an open world game kind of makes me curious like because metro series is famous for being like scary right that's kind of the idea um well not scary but like thrillers almost um where you're mm. essentially both hunting kind of a and general hunting. feeling of unease yeah. yeah and i wonder if that translates well to the open world kind of um genre and whether this will even be the oh my god, Doubleton just posted Big <laughs> Bow and it looks identical. I look so close to Terry Crews. <laughs> Shit, I can't tell the difference between the two screenshots. It's like it's like Terry Crews meets Uncle Phil. <laughs> anyway, we're off topic. Metro. Um, who who here is actually interested in met- like buying this Metro? I don't have my hand up because I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm games guy. actually pretty interested in it. Uh, I'm. I'd be curious to see. Kind of like like uh, Baller mentioned, like how this translates to open world. Especially, mm. I, I talked before uh, during the conference about how like one of my personal things I didn't really like about the Metro series as much was the mechanic of like your bullets also being your currency, and yeah. like I feel like there's that's going to be a harder balance to ma- to do when you when you have the open. I don't know. Like, Open world economies are very different from lo- level based economies in yes. games, and that worries me a little bit. And I, I honestly, I just kind of hope they just throw that out entirely. I, I doubt they will. But there was an awful lot of shooting in that trailer, right? And, and I'm just watching all the money go away. <laughs> That's the curious thing because someone mentioned—I forget who it was. They might be Easy Allies who said that Metro wasn't actually a good trailer. Like it looked good. It demonstrated the visual style and the aesthetic, like just the overall aesthetic and the gunplay of that game. But it yeah, but it didn't, it didn't show what a Metro game is. Exactly. It didn't show what the game was. Like, what is the loop? Like, I would have preferred, like, a gameplay. Similar demo. to the Player Unknown Battleground trailer, it yes. didn't really uh, show off the, the game as it really is. Yeah. And, and it leaves people who are fans of the franchise still scratching their heads as to, like, what the fuck. Like, same with Halo Infinite. Like, it's... what the fuck is that game? something else about that game and i'm curious if just like because they're in i guess the summertime sort of thing i I don't know but like the the main danger of the over like overarching danger the reason why you couldn't spend a lot of time above ground was just the radiation which they said the radiation radiation is gone but sometimes there's now there's radiation underground so they've swapped that Mm -hmm. but there was still also like what could effectively be called demons, like giant bat things. Yeah. There was like packs of, yeah, there's a whole bunch of monsters, but we haven't seen a whole lot of that. It's really just been the focus is a lot, a lot of fighting other humans. It felt so, like the, because the rat things were all underground in the first demo. Like maybe they swapped that as well. Like maybe all the monsters are underground and the people are above ground. That's kind of like the deal. If I was to guess, I don't know. I'm, 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 well, I, want, I want to see more. That's all. That's all. Yeah, I think. I think they need to. Sh- they need. Someone needs to sit down and have a demo of that game. Like maybe this is. Yeah, the, yeah. The, I was just gonna say. I need, I need to see some some actual like gameplay of that and see what that game really is. I think this E3 more than any previous E3 is the E3 I watch like the GameSpot on stage stuff, like the demos, like the longer, 
Okay, what is this fucking game? Because it feels like every game has been distilled down to a bite-sized, most reaction shoddy, like most high amplitude trailer possible. And in many cases, it has lost any semblance of what the game is. Um, especially things like Metro, which is like that. I doubt Metro will actually play like that trailer. It'll probably be like far more methodical, slow-paced, um, thriller-y, right. and that's very different. Unlike that, though, talking about a game that probably will look and play like its its trailer... Kingdom Hearts 3 was shown on the Microsoft stage. Yep. My girlfriend was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Why is Elsa in a video game? <laughs> Just let it go. Oh, damn it. Okay, all right. You're, I'm muting you the next fucking pun you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally all I have to contribute to the discussion. <laughs> um, Shinboy is not here, which means our resident uh, Kingdom Hearts fan is not. Duran, you said you will be picking this up, though. What are your thoughts on Kingdom Hearts? I said that there is a small chance that I might because my kids might like it. <laughs> I... <sighs> Those As the resident so Kingdom Hearts fan. Those games are so bad. <laughs> Don't let anyone who likes Kingdom Hearts hear you. They are so ravenously defensive of that series. Those games Keyblade. are the biggest trash that Square Enix has ever released. Is it just me? Or was like the trailer all fucked up? Like you only heard like the voices of the characters and no, so I like, think that was like so for the first part of the trailer it was fine. Once the uh the once song. the music kicked in, yeah. That was a stylistic choice they made for the trailer because they are Square Enix. Yep. It was a Square Enix ass really Square Enix weird. <laughs> Yep. They've they've done that before on some of their other Kingdom Hearts trailers. Because they are in love with their main tracks. Like they when they when they license a yeah. song to become their theme song, they fucking fall in love with that. Ever since Final Fantasy VIII. But I don't know. Well, get specifically, it. Like with, specifically with, with Kingdom Hearts games though, like they, they a lot of their trailers are some vocal song playing behind the dialogue of yeah. the video game. Yeah. But with no sound effects of the video game at all. I, I think we need to dwell upon Noob's point there though. That VO was fucking terrible. Like I can't st- I, their VO is always terrible in I, all of their Kingdom Hearts games. It's all terrible. It's bad fucking anime VO. <laughs> you think it's like it's Disney, like it's animation, like you'd put some effort, but it was garbage. Do you think they actually got the Disney actors? No, it sounded their... like they recorded like individual words from the movies and just oh. pieced them together. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... they absolutely got sound alikes. Yeah? yeah, okay. They weren't, they, weren't, they weren't the real deal. Oh, man. Elsa was not. Because I... I'm trying to think back to Final Fantasy XV. I swear I didn't have too big a problem with that VO. Like, like some of it was pretty bad, but most of it was all right. Um, and I don't know why they would suck so much harder. With I know Bravely Default had a pretty shitty VO. I didn't like that VO at all. It seems like they have like a A VO team and a B VO team. And for some reason, they're using the BVO team on fucking Kingdom Hearts. And it just seems like a strange choice, considering how fucking many people are looking forward to that game. Um, if that audience isn't even only that children big, play it. <laughs> children and really Shinboy. And, and maybe Durin, apparently. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry if you at home are a fan of Kingdom Hearts, we're not your crew. Shinboy is not here to defend that game. So. And you're also a bad person. <laughs> it's a trash game. Un- <laughs> you may just be deaf. And you a keyblade. With that transition. Speaking of keys. It is okay to have bad taste. Speaking of keys, you can also use keys to start cars. 
And a card game was shown. Forza Horizon 4, set in UK. That game looked fucking incredible. Is, is my take. Segue, by the way. Yeah, thank, you. thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm really excited because I'm British. Am I allowed to be excited? <laughs> you know you're not allowed to be excited because you didn't fucking pick what country is in until I told you what fucking hovercraft that was. Look, I was just being sad that it wasn't set in Japan. I'm going to be honest. But... Also, uh, yeah, the hovercraft. The fucking yeah. hovercraft. That was you sick. You can drive a hovercraft. Dude. I don't I... know why, but you can. <laughs> it's a boss fight. I think that is the idea. Uh, um, but I have I to say that I... it's it's going to be so cool driving through Skyrim. <laughs> it... <laughs> you know what? You're right. It's not I even driving Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's better. That's a better reference. No, like, I can't believe they've gone to the effort of putting like a full weather system and seasons in just so that yeah. it can rain 100% of the time. <laughs> it seems like a real waste of resources. Uh, I mean, everyone knows car games looks bet when, best when it's wet. So maybe it's the best. <laughs> they've resources. chosen the right freaking country. <laughs> right place. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But it's gonna be perfect. That countryside looked incredible. That 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 art looked incredible. Like usually, I'm not impressed by by driving games because we're so used to them looking good. But the English countryside and that lighting engine they have just really does work. And oh, it's so wasted on a driving game. <laughs> Isn't it Frostbite though? Oh no, it's not. It's Microsoft. I'm being crazy. Yeah, it's Microsoft. I'm thinking of the other open worlds, the Crew or whatever. No, that's Ubisoft. What the fuck was the other one? My- you know, My main ongoing concern for Forza Horizon is that the PC port will be hot garbage again because the Forza Horizon 3 was a mess on PC. Really? It kind of put me off playing that game. Yeah, really? It's really bad. Okay. Really bad um, it's also going to be a Microsoft Store exclusive, I assume. Yes. yes. That almost yeah, certainly. absolutely will be. I can live with that was. if it doesn't run like shit. Yeah, Brad, same. Do you think, Brad, do you, like, does anybody think that the uh, UK Top Gear track is going to be on the map? Oh, it. That would be cool. That would be cool. But it kind of has to be. Wasn't it in one of the four in one of the Forza games before? I swear it wasn't like Forza yeah. Two or something. Well, they had Jeremy Clarkson and Richard Hammond yes. uh, voicing the car showroom stuff. Yeah, I I, I only recently realized there. that Top Gear is still being shot, and that really weirded it's... me out because it's a different group. Yeah, and... it's got a new new cast now. There's a YouTuber that's the main guy on it now. <laughs> Ex YouTuber is now the main presenter for Top Okay. Um, well, there's the it Amazon. Also has, um, it also has Joey. It's not what the fuck is his name. Joey from Friends is in it as well. Oh, Matt I'm LeBlanc. So, I'm sorry. Matt what? LeBlanc. Matt go. LeBlanc is in the UK Top Gear. Because <laughs> he yes, loves cars. He like, yeah, he is <laughs> big into his cars. Okay, I, I actually kind of souls me more in the new Top Gear. Okay, that's... and also very British. He's very British. 100 percent British. British. <laughs> British man. Um, uh, going back to Forza briefly, um, I guess that's what we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, the one thing there's a big article come out about loads of stuff that's going to be in the game. They're going to add um, purchasing properties and businesses to the game. Uh, and you'll get missions like you could buy a taxi company, and then they'll ask oh, you to cool. do taxi ferries in a ah. specific car. Mm. That's kind of cool. Yeah, test drive unlimited vibes I'm getting from some of the stuff that they're talking about. Yeah, is Forza Horizon was that the one where they showed everyone on the same map? Yes. Yeah, because yes. Forza Horizon is like an open world game, isn't it? Like, am, am I being crazy? Yeah. No, Holy no, no, shit, no. that's. Open world English countryside sounds like it could be freaking awesome. Um, yeah. And if they have like, like a city before, in there as well. 
I was 90% sure they were going to announce a Forza Horizon 4 at this press conference, mm. and I was 90% sure I wasn't going to buy it, but now I'm probably like 10%. Well, I've sort of completely flipped on that. I'm like, it'll, it'll, like, it it'll come with Game Pass. This, this is the crazy thing, right? Like it, that's, that's the I deal. I don't have Game Pass, and I, I mean, don't know if I want you could, enough you could, Microsoft products. You could, you could get it. You could get Game Pass. For what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not playing fucking Crackdown, am I? <laughs> If you want to support the Crackdown developers, it's <laughs> fucked up. I mean, you'll get, you'll get. Oh, actually, well, give Kerry Crews your money. I, I don't want to cut too far ahead. So the all right. So overall, Forza Four looks amazing. We should move on. Um, after that, they actually did this weird segment where again Phil Spencer walked out on stage and put his businessman hat on and started just dropping. He relative, did some business. He did some fucking business, like backdoor shady deals stuff. And just like shanked people on stage, it was kind of amazing. Like he, so it was five studios that I don't think we've ever heard a press conference where a company just announces the fact that they just bought out five studios wholesale. Like that has not happened before. It was a strange, like surreal well, experience. And it was a weird thing too because, like, let's be honest. Like the, the of the five studios, they announced that they they bought one was a big like, deal. At least. Three of them were what would be considered like second party studios. Oh yeah, yeah. They like we, people were like they so are already nothing. part of Microsoft. <laughs> like right, like in terms of like us getting like interesting stuff from Microsoft, they mean nothing. Yes. Yeah. Like it, if before today you had told me that Playground Games was a Microsoft studio, I would have gone, yeah, of course. <laughs> right. <they're>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they weren't before today. They totally were not a Microsoft studio. <laughs> And like Forza could have come out on PS4. It could have happened. <laughs> Didn't. <laughs> and so that's the weird thing, right? So for Playground specifically, they did this weird announcement that where they were like, and Playground by being part of Microsoft will now will now leverage their open world expertise on another new project to be announced in the future. Um so like maybe they'll do the thing where all these studios they're buying they will expand and add teams to like that could be a thing well the playground thing uh it, it was rumored leading up to e3 that playground are the ones working on whatever the new fable game is oh mm-hmm. yeah 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 actually you're right you're right I about that yeah. yeah um so there you go like so that was kind of cool i guess but you're right three of them were kind of like what whatever and then there's like, a happy excited? few are you excited in the next recession when they announce they're going to close every single one of oh, these studios? God. Oh man! The, the, uh, hopefully they don't close the only studio on that list, which actually made me go, "What the fuck?" Which is Ninja Theory is now owned wholesale by Microsoft. Um, owned, sorry, the makers of Hellblade, which won multiple Game of the Year like categories last year, I think, or at least nominated. Um, that was an actual legit surprise. Um, the, the guys who made Heavenly Sword and fucking um, what was the other? There's like two PS4 exclusive games. I forget what they were. Um, oh, he- uh, Heavenly Sword and no uh, PS3. Enslaved was not PS3 exclusive. No, it wasn't. But they made DMC, uh, which was incredible, and that's yeah. not that's not exclusive. But it was just a fucking amazing game. Um, and yeah, they made Hellblade, and they they've essentially just been a solid studio. And now with an actual first party buyout. And weirdly enough, they live this sorry, they work just outside of Brad's window. So that's kind of <laughs> give them a wave tomorrow morning. Congratulate <laughs> them on their I merge. actually I suspect they didn't even know they were sold. Like I, I if I I <laughs> like it's very possible that the, the normal everyday worker there didn't know they'd be bought by Microsoft. Maybe not. It's a language barrier, probably. <laughs> I mean also the normal everyday worker, there's like thirty of them. So I don't know. <laughs> Is, some, okay. <laughs> is there more than 30 of them I'd... 
They're a decent sized studio. Yeah, it's it's oh, the sub, it's, it was the mini team They're that worked on Hellblade. People. Yeah, it was they had like a splinter uh, team working Hellblade. Um, but yeah, so like it's really freaking cool that those that Microsoft finally has like a a a new studio that is capable of making AAA games. Like this, I can see these guys making a full AAA. Microsoft you know, in the game. in the early two thousands, Microsoft also had a bunch of studios that could make AAA games, and then they shut them down. <laughs> Stopping the Harvard, the easiest about hype. Noob. And, and I just say hype. all all of those IPs went into lockdown for about two decades. Oh my god! Oh I'm gonna say lockdown. I that's gonna be the intro to this fucking episode. Is that song? Um, <laughs> okay, uh, that was that was that was the big another piece of like weirdly massive like business hat on news, which was kind of cool. Then they showed We Happy Few, which supposedly has gotten a retool um, to make it more yeah. Uh, Jeff had to double check his emails to make sure he could talk about it. So that game is a full on like he compared it to Bioshock. Yes, um, which is has, what people like, thought it was going to be. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, basically, that's what he was basically saying is like it, it is what everyone thought it was going to be. They've completely redone it. It has a story. It has voice work. It has everything you wanted out of that game. Yeah, it's oh, it's. Sure. It sounded like it started as an open world survival game. Then they figured out an aesthetic for it. Then they figured out an intro to sell the aesthetic. Then people were sold on the intro, played the actual game, <laughs> hated it, and then they made more things like the intro. That seems like the weird roundabout way they ever ended up with this Bioshock as a game. But it sounds like it actually is finally living up to its premise, which is um really cool, especially if they're owned by Microsoft now, which means they might actually have the money and people to actually execute on that premise. Um, of this weird dystopian future, which is similar to um, Brave New World, I guess. It's like really similar to Brave New World if you think about it. Um, but no, that's cool, I guess. Um, but what actually, the biggest news happened next. I, I think I actually shouted into the, the microphone when when this happened because I'd heard that this happened. Like I, I heard this was happening a couple of weeks ago. I didn't believe them because I didn't want to get my hopes up. But... In the one of the weirdest things to see in a Microsoft stage, fucking straight up anime gets on screen. Wouldn't it be really depressing if you were like an Xbox developer, like you created the <laughs> Xbox One platform, uh-huh. and then someone bought the Xbox only so they could play Tales of Vesperia remastered? Not... <laughs> Rama, I bought the Xbox 360 for Tales of Vesperia original. <laughs> you put in hundreds of thousands of. Man hours of high tech, state of the art yep. technology uh-huh. into consumer hardware, uh-huh. so somebody could buy it to play Tales of Us. An anime game. Well, that's yeah. that's the best part, though. That's the best part, though. Uh, new was that when Cynic was looking into it, in, to to possibly buying an Xbox One for uh, Vesperia, mm-hmm. he was looking for an Xbox One X. Yeah. To get the price. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's the ultra cutting edge, really. <laughs> Thankfully, he won't have to. I yeah. confirmed uh, on PC Gamer it is coming. <laughs> no, no, PC as well. yeah, no, it's uh, not even PC Gamer. You can get it. You played Tales of Suspiria wherever you want because you can play it on Switch. Oh, that's fucking. Oh, it's coming on Switch, really? No way. That might be the way to play that game. That might be the way to play that fucking game. Um, as long as it doesn't run like shit, yeah. So people who don't know what this is, this came out like fucking year, like two thousand fucking four or something ages ago. It's an old JRPG. It was one of the first. Sorry, one of very few um, non chibi early Tales games. So it was just after they stopped being chibi. They had like one or two games and they came with Tales of Vesperia. This is the 
only sorry the first game where this it starred Troy Baker back before he was fucking famous, um, and actually has a cool plot with complex characters, unlike most Tales games. Um, it is easily, I think, and generally accepted as, if not the best Tales game, at least amongst the top three. I think it's the best, um, and it, it is totally worth buying if if you haven't played tales especially if this is a good remaster if this is more if this is like an actual full up res and not all that kind of stuff and everything looks clean this could be a yeah 100 percent a game that will live up to today's standards um i think but that said yeah i was just out of my fucking mind like i i it's something there's something poetic about me potentially buying an xbox one x like i did a 360 for tales <laughs> Um, but no, like I was just, I'm just happy. It's, it's, a, it's, but it's instead it's, you can have both of that and Octopath Traveler for your Switch. Exactly. Exactly. And that sounds like, oh my God, that sounds incredible. And, and I guess Octopath is like next month, but whatever. Yeah. And they have the, um, the Japanese only features that never came to the West, which apparently like you get a couple more yeah. playable characters and a couple of stuff. Like it's just, this is the best version of the game. It's called the De- definitive edition. And, um, yeah, I'm totally sold. But that's just cynic news. I don't, I don't expect you guys to care. Does anyone else care? <laughs> I, I'm actually excited to play it. I awesome. <laughs> uh, I never bought Vesperia, but I, I did borrow it from a friend. I never right. ended up playing it, but my wife completely played all the way through it. So yeah, yeah she's um, I, she'll probably play through it again. I, I think she has, is a woman of taste. If she was, if she played that all the way it's through. It's the only Tales game that she has played. Yeah, it is very good. Uh, it, it's I don't like Berseria is supposed to be all right, but I don't think anything else really um, comes close in the Tales game series. Um, I'm right. very partial to Symphonia. Symphonia was pre-Vesperia, right? Isn't that one of the chibi ones? Symphonia was GameCube. Yeah, it was a chibi one. and I, That's the part that weirded me out because it has not... Uh, it doesn't have no, a, it's not chibi. It doesn't... Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah. it's not chibi-chibi, but they, they're not... They're, like, they're kind of deformed. They're not like full 3D. No, they're full 3D. All right, whatever. But okay, moving on. Moving on. Division 2. Mm. The, the selling point of this game is it in summer. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty strong change. Uh, people got pretty hyped that there are short sleeve shirts. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, no puppy jackets, but we got short sleeve shirts. We got, we got probably like, we probably have like cargo shorts, khaki shorts. Oh, I could go for some of those. The Doubleton yeah. actually outdid their entire marketing scheme in like two keystrokes on the Google Doc, where he just changed it to forward slash two. I really like that as <laughs> as the name. Mm. That's actually really mm. cool. Um, it looks better than their <laughs> logo, I have to say. But you're right. Like, so they did this weird thing where they cheated. They opened it in they, with the, stu- the standard division, like the world's falling apart, blah, 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 plague, blah, 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 blah. Who cares? End of the world apocalypse bullshit. And the division must save us or some shit like that. And then they cut to people standing in a forest or what looks to be a forest, which gave everyone the what the fuck impression they wanted and it, of course they immediately turn around and it turns out like it's a garden in another in a normal everyday like broken down building and from there forward it was a boring ass trailer that's kind of my impressions anyone else has different impressions <laughs> they got megan back from the first trailer who the first division trailer <laughs> megan know. Oh, is, was is she a, one of the girls? Fake voice acting. Okay. Megan. They were real. It was a real gameplay scenario, Duran. Uh. <laughs> okay. The thing I like about Ubisoft games is they're so true to life. What you get is what you see. 
<laughs> Noob, you like yeah. the division, right? Did you are you sold in this? I like the division. I'll probably pick this up. It's, okay. Um, like what I did with the original division is I bought like the super season like it comes with the season pass and all of the extra content that they released for the next two years. You gave them the but most I money for the possible. first forty eight hours. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. played for the first forty eight hours straight and stopped <laughs> playing after that. So I might so do the same thing. Fun. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what I did. I, I I also bought the most expensive edition of that game, which oh was a god. lot of money. Oh my god! Uh, I, I played about thirty hours of it, and before the DLC came out, and then never played it again. Here's the thing: <laughs> I don't believe in you know paying taxes and having the government redistribute my money, but uh-huh. I'll gladly redistribute my money to uh, to Ubisoft. developers and yeah. publishers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, only to Ubisoft though. Only to Ubisoft. Are they French Canadian? And EA. Oh, you uh, yeah, they are. Yeah, they no, are. wait. This is massive. This is out of Sweden. So okay. No. All right. Um, then you're a filthy. Sweet. Yeah. Anyway, Division Two. I don't know. They ran towards the Capitol building at the end. I couldn't tell what was happening. There's they're literally just running down the pl- the the wing of a plane, like screaming at the top of the lungs in fear, and there's just like white in the distance, and I couldn't really recognize that it was a Capitol building because I'm not fucking American. It might as it was... well have been a fucking Transformers trailer. It was just a fucking jumbled mess on the yeah, screen. Yeah, no idea what was happening, and it, they tried to play it up as like, oh, you're storming the Capitol building, frequently forgetting like, why would they care what, about the Capitol building? What is what is important about the Capitol building in this post-apocalyptic world where everyone's already left or dead um, it's it's very okay there's a flag in the middle of it and uh-huh. whoever has the flag oh um, is the king of america can, yeah they get to do long division then <laughs> um, but there you go division i don't know it looks like the division in fact i think we were we hadn't heard them say the words the division during the opening um dialogue so when it cut in it was obvious because of the yellow circle on the dude's shoulder as the camera zoomed out into third-person perspective. I was like, okay, that's Division. Yeah, moving on. You know what I noticed about that opening intro? Mm-hmm. It's when they first announced the, the last, uh, what is it, South Park game? The, the butthole thing, right? They, they had like a fake, fake out like Division like trailer with the Snowdrop engine joke. And they actually took the same footage from that fake trailer into this into this new one. Really? Huh. Yes, specifically the the element of the Lincoln Memorial huh. and the Capitol. Yeah, no, that's cool. It's very funny. Okay, all right. Moving on. I've got written here. Game Pass keeps getting awesomer. I don't really know what I meant by. That. I think it's just because they have some better games than they had. They announced Fallout Four and a couple other games coming to Game Pass. Um, now or today or whatever, um, that that system continues to be better than PlayStation Plus. That's my only real takeaway there. Moving on, um, another game that kind of had me really excited until I realized how small scale it was. Though it's still probably pretty cool. Like we don't really know what it is. Um, the Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, New Barama. Do you know what this is? This is the. Is it a prequel? People are saying it's a prequel. Really? I don't know where this is coming from. I didn't hear about um, that either. I think well, but it, it's set in the universe of Life is Strange. Yes, yeah, that's really all like, they said. Yeah. It's like an it, it, it takes it's like you're like some kid living in some fucking shithole. Um, your mom's <laughs> dead, and you have an imagination because you have no friends. Uh-huh. And I guess you like act out in the imagination of the kid and go through like after school special difficulty of being a, I... a child with a dead mom. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that is like, I mean. All accurate, but also like the most depressing way to describe that game. 
I mean, and it had the fucking soppy titwank fucking indie music that all these games have. That was actually what picked it. I saw the the engine they were using, and I heard like a couple of guitar strings. I'm like, life is strange. <laughs> I like, immediately, immediately picked it up. But that said, I think he actually has powers in the real world. Because remember how that cuts between him like focus blasting in his imagination? And yeah, but he put a he put a stick of dynamite in the in the snowman, which is why it exploded. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the the. The like other like it, it cuts between his imaginary world and the real world, but like no, no I, he doesn't have any special powers. I, no, I, I think Doom's also Doom's just, I, I, he's he's just a kid with a dead mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, he. I I'm almost certain he does actually have that picture of that kid and not see Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone. He kept yeah, seeing the same thing, actually. Culkin, I don't yeah. see it. I don't see it. I don't know. It's, he's blonde and the same height. That's it, all I see. It, well, it's, the, it's not not just the blonde hair, but the style of the hair. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm not, he is I, home alone because his it, mom is dead. It looked ultra yeah, enduring. Yeah, like home alone. It, sorry, it, it looked ultra endearing. I I am in board, um, and it's free. So like the first, yeah, it's free. I can't remember. But is if it it's, first episode free or is it going to be just like a? So that's the part that was confusing. People kept saying first episode free. I only remember it saying free. Yeah, that's all I saw. And I'm pretty sure it's, there's it's only one episode. episode yeah. I think there is no second episode. I think it's just one a one-off, like a, a single edition prequely thing for Life is Strange Two, is my guess. Because um, I like the the guesses I've seen that I think are most accurate is that the end of this will be like a stinger from Life is Strange Two. Like I don't know. Um, but that said, it seems really cool. Moving on. Uh, right. Let's see what we've got here. Okay, Durin, tell me about Tomb Raider. They're, they're making another Tomb Raider at the end of this one. She will be the Tomb Raider. Is there anything else you want to say about the Tomb Raider? It looks really good. Cinco de Mayo. Um, can someone tell me about Skate 5 or Skate 4 or what the fuck that game was? Uh, they're still not yeah, making it. Let's just jump straight to Skate <laughs> 5. We've, we've given up on that. Um, Project <laughs> Session was kickstarted uh, and it's coming to Xbox. I think it's only coming to Xbox. It's not coming to PS4. It's a skating game. It looks vaguely promising. <laughs> It isn't Skate 4, so it's... people are really upset. <laughs> it is... Yeah, my friend was fucking pissed. It I was... don't get it. It's, it's just so a unfortunate. Game. It's so unfortunate that it's that they're that this meme it's a meme, let's be clear. Not as many people actually care about Skate 4 no as people want Skate 4. <laughs> <laughs> Very few people want Skate 4. Exactly. It's, it's the people that care about it care about it hundred and ten percent. Exactly. Uh, so like these guys are getting like the people who don't care about it also <laughs> care about it 110 percent if you know what I mean exactly so like the this poor indie developer I'm pretty sure it's an indie developer is getting like caught up in this horrible like fucking maelstrom of people who want skate they knew four. what they were getting involved with they were Do cashing they? in on the yeah okay. no they cashed in on the skate four what like, if this is like a like good enough to be a skate four like what if this I the reviews this fine. year I don't yeah. think it will be skate four good but it will it will be <laughs> what does that even mean. Uh, what does like, Skate 4 I think, could even mean? I don't think it will have the production values of a proper skate game made I by mean, EA. It, it looked know, good. The, with the amount of effort and care that they put into Skate 3. But is Skate I, 3 actually that big? A, like, Was it actually a really big game that people really love? In terms of, for people who like skate skating games, yes. Okay, alright. Because it was at a time when Tony Hawk's was already dead, hmm. and a lot of people vastly preferred the control scheme that Skate introduced. Right. Anyway, because it was more true to skating, or whatever you want. What, whatever. Call yeah. It. Some 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 reasoning. Um, but yeah, okay. So if this 
if this has the same control scheme but is smaller scale but with good graphics, do you think it could potentially be successful? Or I th- yeah, I think it has a similar control scheme. There was a demo knocking around around the time of the Kickstarter. Um, I think this will do well. I just yeah, I don't think it can fill the void, and it's not. Yeah, it won't fill the void. For I don't think I don't think anything will fill the void except Skate Four or Skate with a, some un, under like some title as seems to be the current fucking meta. Um, yeah, fuck numbers. Yeah, fuck numbers, apparently. Uh, speaking of numbers, after the session was shown, um, I was actually wrong when, when when we saw this out loud. So they showed Devil May Cry 5. And what I've written here is Devil May Cry 5 is DMC 2, and I was incorrect. So apparently, Easy, when Easy Allies watched it, and I, I tend to believe them more than my own gut feel, um, the the characters the character who came in to so Devil May Cry starts with this black dude smoking and no one had any idea what the fuck it was. Then it cuts to this like uh, street with like being overrun by demons and we still had no idea what this game was. But we had a vague idea that was Japanese because of something to do with the art style. I don't know. You can kind of pick a Japanese game from like five kilometers away. Um, and then it cuts to this demon raising blood pillars out of the ground and still no fucking idea what this game's about. Then it cuts to this shitty beaten up van driving down the highway with a dude in, I think, the passenger seat. And he looks strikingly like the protagonist of DMC, the Ninja Theory game from a couple of years ago, which I fucking adored. Um... Apparently, that's actually Nero from Devil May Cry 4. I thought Nero was the guy at the end of the trailer. No, that was Dante. (laughs) Okay, because Japanese guy that came up on stage after they showed the trailer said DMC is back. Yes. Yeah, Devil May Cry is back, yeah. Yeah, no, but they, no, no, DMC. I, no, no, there's there now a separation of DMC and Devil May Cry. I don't know if there is Durin. <laughs> I actually think that he meant Devil May Cry because he was the he's because he wasn't the director of DMC. He was the director of DMC Four. So when he says DMC is back, I think he means DMC Four is getting a sequel. This is too confusing. <laughs> Either way. Dev May Cry 5 is back. I think it looked really good, irrespective of who the characters were, right? Um, I just, I just like the, look of the main character. The fans appear to be happy, at least from what I've seen. I haven't looked at Risa era. Um, the actual action seemed fine, what little we saw of it. The enemy designs look cool. I like... I don't like the voice acting. I think that was kind of universally fucking terrible. But... The actual, like, yeah, look and feel of it seemed right. And it's being made by the actual DM, Devil May Cry team. Um, so there you go, DMC. Oh, sorry, Devil May Cry. I don't know. I'm just going to call it DMC5. He's back. Speaking of anime. Oh. Um, Nani? No, no, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Speaking again, still about numbers <laughs> and being over 9,000. Oh, there we go. Um, within there's no Vegeta in this game. I think it was within three seconds of the trailer opening. I demonstrated how fucking nerdy I am <laughs> by recognizing the first Hokage, aka a dude from the Naruto anime series, 
as a statue that was broken down in the distance of a shot. Calling it as Naruto, it turns out to be Jump Force, which is a fighting game based on Shonen Jump, the manga, the Japanese manga, I don't know, distribution, um, which includes magazine. properties like uh, Dragon Ball, Naruto, One Piece, and a couple others. So essentially, it seems to just be a fighting game with these with these anime characters um, that people really, 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 really love. Um, but yeah, it seemed awesome. Easy Hours really liked it. I think it was... I, I'm not particularly interested in a fighting game. Are you guys interested at all in Jump Force? No. But no. 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 <laughs> no. It seems like a no. But <laughs> I will say they ended with a, a tease of Ryuk and Shiro. Shiro. Is his name fucking Shiro? I don't know. The main character from Death Note. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Two people that explicitly engage in very little to no fighting. Mm-hmm. During the course of the story. <laughs> in fact, none, as far as I can remember. Yeah. Uh, until the last Pretty episode good at or whatever. Having to fight people. <laughs> they should have uh, used the Netflix Death Note adaptation characters. Oh, shut up. Shut up, dude. That's that, no. No, the, the original <laughs> no. live action films actually are way better. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, we're moving on. Dying Light 2. Can someone who knows about Dying Light speak about this? Because I have no idea. The game looks good. That game looks very good. Because the original Dying Light, I thought the story was kind of like boring. It was really the gameplay that, that made the game really fun. But with Chris Avalon joining the project, it seems like uh, it's like going to be a compelling game with decisions that matter. Um, I think the choice of city seems fun. It's going to be good for parkour. Where like, is it? Really, the game was... Uh, it's it's a big city. Like, oh. the, is it, it really like a, a, a big... I don't really know. Okay. It's not set in a favela this time. Yeah, so it's not. It's not a favela. It's not like South America. Well, it might be South America, but still. it looks like a proper um, metropolitan city. Yes. Yeah. Um, the game kind of like got bullet spongy near the end, which I guess is fine. But uh, like the the beginning part of just like the fast running, being scared of the zombies, uh, especially at night, uh, was a cool concept, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, hopefully they keep the, like, co-op uh, options that uh, Dying Light 1 had, because that was a lot of fun, just being able to play with other people. Yeah, my my friend played the entire of that game with his girlfriend, and he fucking loves it, and he hasn't found out about this yet, so I look forward to showing him this trailer. Um, the idea of this having full-on RPG choices sounds nuts to me. Like, that sounds like a whole, it's almost like a change in genre, if you think about it. Like, yeah, I, I love how they showed such like they didn't show much of the zombies it was really focused on like the city and mm. and your effects on it and i thought that was a good move and I, I, i'm very interested in what what they're going to show and it seems like a almost dishonored scale or fable scale of effect like the fact that you can change the availability of water in the city is legit that's a huge fucking deal um and that was just one of the apparent supposedly thousands of options you will get while playing that game and that sounds really kind of crazy like that's not that's no longer just a zombie game. It's actually clo- getting close to something someone like me, who's more of a story guy, would be interested in, um, which is kind of cool. Like I don't, I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll wait for the reviews, obviously, uh, but there are still zombies. Uh, but apparently, they now most only come out at night, by the sounds of things. Like that seems to be the the catch with this one is that at nighttime the zombies come out, and the daytime it's like humans are your problem. Um, but it seems really cool. I don't know. Uh, aside from that, Battletoads was shown at Microsoft. Or was it really announced? shown? Though? It was announced. It was announced. Does anyone care about Battle Turrets? No. Okay. All right. We'll move on. Just Cause Four. I mean, 
I like the old Battletoads. I don't know what this one is, though. We yeah we we have, we have no idea, right? Um, I what 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 could it be to make you interested? What was was Battletoads essentially just Ninja Turtles? Is that the whole deal? I mean, I, Battletoads never was anything more than that game. So I'm trying to look at what this game. So the game just is just a side-scrolling yeah. beat 'em up. Yeah, it was just a side-scrolling beat 'em up with like yeah these Battletoads that were like supposed to, they were they were basically I think just like knockoffs of Ninja Turtles in that regard. Yeah. Yep. And now, but it's famous for being ridiculously a, hard, right? That's the that's the yeah. Thing. It was it was a fun game with style and attitude. They had su- they have sunglasses on. All the toads yeah. have sunglasses on. They do. Um, okay, yeah, sure. And th- now they're making that again. It's I, I, I swear this game has been in, ma- in the making for a long time, but that might have just been rumors. And now they're just finally pulling the trigger on. There, there were rumors game. before they came to um, uh, Killer Instinct, mm. and then that turned out to be what. At the time, all that that those rumors bore, and then like now, now we're actually getting a game. Whatever, yeah. I don't think it's going to be anything big. I think it's going to be a fucking fifteen dollar. Oh yeah, I I expect this to be a side scrolling action game. game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like this is like old school battles toads, but with a modern kind of pain. I think they I even said two point five D. Like that would be best. Like that that'd be the only way that it could be interesting, right? Mass Effect, but battle toads. Yeah, I'd play that game. No, wouldn't that be crazy? All right. So my question is, if Just Cause Four hadn't been leaked a while ago, do you think the Just Cause Four trailer would have been a big deal? No, I think it's too close to Just Cause Three for me, and it doesn't really? seem to do enough different. That's the crazy thing because they have even have the same like character, right, and the same look of the world. Kind of. It's I mean, been in the jungle for the last of the all same. of the games. Yeah. Every single one of those games has looked the same. Really? And okay. It's like, yeah, literally all of them have been tropical islands, just varying sizes and shapes. Right. And it's so like, boring. <laughs> yeah, they've done it too many times for me. And the last one didn't set the world on fire anyway, so I have no. I think that was the thing. I think one. Just Cause Three kind of soured the well on the Just Cause formula. Um, to the point where I don't think it was actually surprising to me how lukewarm the reaction was because I thought there was like a I thought there were some people who still held out for a good Just Cause game but that doesn't even sound like the case like people just over Just Cause like I think 2 was a good Just Cause game like the story was trash but like as a game it was great (laughs) well Just Cause 2 was like unexpected and it it was a big big Mm. jump from Just Cause 1 while Just Cause 2, 3, and 4 are going to be the exact same games with a slightly different jungle Uh, I I don't know how it I'm not Just Cause guy, so I have no skin in this game. But that, yeah, I I feel sorry for the Just Cause team because it it just seems yeah like the most lukewarm reaction to a AAA title announcement that I've heard. And like I've seen people will still buy Just Cause though. It's not Crackdown. <laughs> Whoa, dark, dark. Just a knife to the gut there. Um, I actually really like the next thing. I think I'm in the minority of people who really like the Gears reveal, but it. It just tickled me the right way. So after Just Cause, I don't remember the pause, if there was the other games between there, but I don't really care. Um, there was like a, it goes, the screen fades to black. And then there's like a knocking and there's like gunshot sounds and stuff. Then And, and I, think, I think even the Coalition logo comes up or something. And then they 
cut to screen and it's fucking um what they bobblehead what what are they called Funko Pop Funko Pop um Gears dolls acting out a fight scene in a Gears is like a cute little Gears vignette and the wall gets exploded open and it does like a kind of like 2D kind of street on the outside or clearly like a stage play street on the outside. And then they have like a pile of corpses and like another like a locust chibi kind of thing. And they all like shoot each other and there's like a cute little like explosion and then they turn the screen and like everyone cheers. And that's the Gears, Gears, pop, like Gears of War pop or whatever the fuck it's called. And I swear the audience was like dead silent. <laughs> like I... You could hear fucking, I think it was like some mixture of outrage and just total like shock and awe about like where people thought that was going because people just obviously assumed it would be a Gears 5. Me, Duran, and Brad were on Skype and I like it's it's obviously a rope it up. I I think it was like a brilliant way to do it because it's the exact wrong way to do it in a way that you can only (laughs) do if you know you have the cards in your hand. (laughs) Like it's this... It's essentially if you're playing poker and you start with your shitty cards because you know you're you're holding your like your your pair of aces or whatever for a later round. Um, so like essentially, they do that and then he starts a speech about being proud about Gears of War getting into new types of experiences, but the next thing will be like a really great thing for Gears to be expanding into the future and everyone like you can hear the audience like <gasps> hold their breath. And then he then it cuts to a tactics game <laughs> with Gears of War players, with Gears the of fact War. Like they did it not <laughs> once but twice. The bait and switch yeah. it was just a fucking mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like rolling, and also the tactics game looks pretty good. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, it's right. it essentially just um, XCOM, but with Gears characters, and you're like over the shoulder, not over the shoulder. You're, you're isometric, and you're moving them around, cover, and there's locusts, and you're doing short and. C- Actually, kind of reminded me a little bit of um, not Tales of Vesperia. What the fuck was it? Uh, the Japanese one where you move, you live action move. Like, it's one of my favorite games. Fuck, I forgot. What it anyway, it looks like a cool tactics game, and that's just Gears of War tactics. The second rope dope, and then finally he does the same spiel about. It. But with all that said, we are still work. Like we're still going to bring you the biggest Gears experience we've ever done. Blah 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 blah. And of the three games, it was actually like the the one I was I personally connected to not the least, but like the second least aside from the fucking pop game. Like I didn't, I don't care about this as much as the as the tactics game. They essentially just showed Gears of War five. Um, Duran, are you? Yeah, I I don't know. I didn't play <laughs> Gears four, so like I we watched that trailer and I, and like I don't think any of us recognized anybody in that cast, and it I, made me realize I'm so far hey, out. Of the, yeah, I mean, Marcus was there. Uh, Marcus was eventually there. Yeah, yeah, eventually. I, have, I, yeah, I haven't got a clue about that game. No. It was, um, yeah. I don't want to go into like the whole diversity inclusivity thing, but I just found it really curious. Like, I, I found it like painfully obvious the direction they were going with it. The moment they started talking about that game, um, but that said. It was. It seems like the Gears fans are optimistic about this game because it's going into something closer to a personal story about a character that apparently is one of the better characters from Gears 4. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. Good. Good, good for them. And it looked good. 
like visually. I I wouldn't say it looked great. I think probably the best looking game from the Xbox showing was probably um, what's his face, uh, Metro. If that was even running yeah, on a definitely P- Xbox, it might have been running on a PC. Like I don't. Ah, uh, yeah, it probably was. <laughs> but aside from Metro, honest, yeah, he was probably running on PC. Um, it looked good. So there you go. That's Gears of War. It's coming out 2019, so not this year. Um, in fact, there was very few 2018 um, games announced across the board. I mean, while you're mentioning that, do you want to touch on the fact that Q1 2019 is absolutely stacked? Like, <sighs> yeah, it's it's a madness. It's it's. <laughs> I mean, some of that's going to get delayed. Exactly. Like that's. I think we've we've had multiple yes. years where Q1 seems to be like ridiculous, and then everyone realizes, oh no, if we all come out at the same time, we're not going to make any money. And then some of them delay inevitably. I'm curious which one. I bet Anthem's not going to make it. A hundred percent. Like, mm, not a chance. Possibly. Not a chance. If they put it out in in I mean, the, the fact that they can't even do a full stage demo, what seven months from release or whatever, eight months from release, they're not going to make it. I mean, Anthem comes out on the same day as Days Gone, which comes out on the same day as Crackdown. Crackdown? I think it might be Crackdown. I think that's the third one. Yeah. Yeah, All three of those are coming out on Feb 22nd. And they come out a week before Kingdom Hearts? Oh, no, a week after Kingdom Hearts. Division 2 is March. It's it's pretty packed up in there. It's it's fucked. Bunch of them are not going to make it, though. It'll be fine. Yeah. And the one one more thing from Microsoft. Rounding out the show... Which I thought was actually kind of excellent by this point, even though like none of not much of it was for me. But you know, Tales of Vesperia, you kind of have to say, game of the show right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> best car of show goes to Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, exactly. But fucking fast. that car in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Oh my god! Oh my! I, I, it was beautiful. I don't even know. I. So the cool thing, so essentially he's wrapping up the show and he's about to say goodbye. And then the stunt they pull, inverted commas, the pre-scripted stunt is that they hacked the um, conference. That's like the the thing on screen was like weird script that was like hacking a con- the press conference. Like it's clearly a joke or whatever. You um, know what? Something else I just realized is a little funny that it's CD Projekt Red who is hacking. CD, CD Projekt Red who like, yeah, famously don't have... <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's really cool. On the nose. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I'll, on a total separate note, like Phil Spencer was on screen, and I. Sh- so here's the deal, right? On stage, they had like fucking eighty terminals with Xboxes on them, and we, the moment they worked walked on, we were like, "Oh, they're obviously going to play a battle royale game on stage." Obviously, and then they opened the game with something called Halo Infinite. And we're like, okay, that's probably the Battle Royale game they'll play. So at the end of the show, I just uh, fucking assumed, because we still didn't know what Halo Infinite was, that they'd show Halo Infinite, which was a Battle Royale game, get fill up all the, sta- the stations on the stage, do the blah, 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 blow people's minds, whatever, if they're interested in Halo, and then close out the thing. So I, I'd gone like, okay, well, I need to drive the camera. I'd gotten away from my computer. I was literally changing a couple feet away with my headphones on my bed, with the sound blurring so I could hear Duran and, and Brad talking in the background um, and reacting to what was happening. And I kind of looking over my shoulder every now and then. And I had my jumper over my head and I heard the like the the 
piano track from the first fucking cyberpunk trailer and i just like threw my jumper across the room (laughs) i like rushed back to the bed and put my headphones on because it was fucking cyberpunk and god damn did that game look cool like i fuck that game looks cool um i saw saw this mentioned somewhere else but I realize this uh, after the fact as well. It's cool that they showed a well, cyberpunk-themed game mm-hmm. in the daylight instead of making yeah. it look like Blade Runner. Because Blade Runner. <laughs> the first one looked like Blade Runner, right? It, it, it was all night with the, with the, the yeah, cops the and stuff. Yeah, the first teaser was super Blade Runner, yeah. Absolutely. And this one, it it just... yeah. I, I don't know if we've seen a game that looks like that before. I might be wrong. Like maybe the Shadow Hunter, Shadow Hunt or Shadow Run games might come close mm. in terms of aesthetic, but I don't. Twenty seven seven may as well stole the show. Like if it wasn't for Tales of Vesperia, that would be like the thing, right? Um, it's it, it. It's like a little bit of Deus Ex, but in its own, like it's on a, like turn up to eleven, maybe. It, yeah, actually, you're right. Like it, it's got that kind of post. I was gonna say post-humanist kind of vibe because. Like one of the most like interesting shots is this girl like doing her mascara in the mirror, and then the, and she moves her head and it turns out she doesn't have a fucking jaw. Like it's just a she's like a metal. It's just an android or something, and it's just her eyes with like a hole where her mouth should be. Um, like there's just so many cool like uh, just like art style, just art out of the wazoo. I don't even know how they even generated that much because it's, it's one thing with The Witcher where it's essentially just. English countryside. I'm going to keep making that joke as far as I leave. English countryside um, spread over a continent versus like a whole city with un- almost every asset looking unique. Like everyone looked different. But to be fair, this was. Correct me if I'm wrong. This was a CG trailer, wasn't it? Or was it representative of gameplay? It looked a lot like CG. It did not look in game. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like well, I don't think it could have been in game, but it could have been in engine. And I don't, I don't know. It seemed too good, but it seemed, but there's no date on it. That's the main thing. Like this could be, this is probably next gen. Like I, if I was to guess, like what do we think? What does the panel think? Did you see actually? Uh, I'm, re- I'm rewatching it now, actually, and just so you know, it does say game engine footage. Oh damn! <clears throat> so did you see the statement that came out? You know, you know the glitchy stuff that you were talking about that happened yeah. during the press conference. Yeah. There's a freeze frame taken from that uh, of a full page of text sort of hidden in in the glitchy stuff oh really um with they see a statement from them basically saying we know it's been five years since we last showed this damn game uh but we didn't want to show anything until we actually had something to show also we don't know when it's ready it'll be ready when it's ready (laughs) (laughs) you know what like so now i'm looking at a full screen as well and this this is actually this could be an engine um this is not out of out of the realm of possibility for a modern PC game. It's not ray traced. Yeah. Doesn't look like ray traced yeah. at all. And the, the character models look realistic, as in like realistically renderable in real time. They don't look like next gen or anything. Mm. The main thing yeah, is, it seemed, sorry, go ahead. Like looking at the world versus like a, some of the areas seem a little bit more detailed than the rest, but like it seems like it's a very crisp outer world and then once you get into the interior zones that's when it gets crazy with the number of different models and all that exactly, so it's yeah. definitely within the real possibility of like yeah yeah it, it is really just the amount of models on screen in some of the shots that make it more difficult to believe 
Um, but then with like an Xbox One X or PS4 Pro, they might be able to pull that off. I don't know. But the game looks amazing. And I, yeah, definitely. And now I'm looking at the trailer. That's definitely doable in engine. And that is fucking, I can't wait. What do you guys think? This gen or next gen? This gen. But only because I yeah, don't this see gen. a next gen coming anytime soon. This I, gen I mean, being like, in like four years. <laughs> it, it'd be funny if it was this gen, but only on like the Pro uh, X oh, versions. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I think it's cross gen. I think it's on both. I think it's like 2020 and it'll come out in both generations. And oh, that's so far away. This will probably be like, this is representative of close to what the next gen one is. And then the current gen one will probably be this with fewer NPCs on screen at, at a given time. That's my guess. Um, but damn, it looks cool. And that was Microsoft, guys. Wow, that actually like, again, like in second, in second thinking, it wasn't actually that impressive. First time through though, it was kind of less of like a constant barrage of cool new exciting stuff and and but now i look back through it's like okay not many of these games are for me really like brad like what were your overall thoughts about microsoft i mean i, I agree with the sentiment that not many games are for me but i still think they had one hell of a showing like, hell of a you show. can't ignore the breadth and range of titles that they they showed i mean they called their shots right 50 games 15 exclusives that's that's just incredible and it wasn't like bullshit aside from the bobblehead game it wasn't bullshit little games like all the games they showed and there was an indie montage we didn't even talk about which was just like back to back to back really cool looking indie games um and I, and I only didn't talk about them because i didn't get a chance to really write any of them down like it was just a concentrating of really cool looking indie games um this it was just yeah that was incredible like this whole conference i think i think it's like a like eight out, like nine out of ten, fantastic. One of the best conferences they've ever done up there. Durin rated it nine out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Durin, what are your overall thoughts? Uh, kind of like what I said when we watched the the thing. I think that their whole thing it, it was a, it was a good conference. Don't get me wrong, uh, but it was it was a good conference from the perspective of a PC player. Absolutely. Like they like it, in no way sold me more on an Xbox in any way whatsoever. <laughs> um, but I'm looking forward to the games that they put out on PC. Like the and like the Game Pass thing. Like I might actually consider that, which is crazy because like I'm, I'm considering like theirs and EA's and like what the <laughs> hell am I doing? <laughs> like, I, crazily enough, this conference has sold me on a Nintendo Switch game. So like that's essentially what they came out of it with, right? With the Tales of Vesperia. Like I don't even know. Um, overall, though, like, I still think, yeah, like, this is what they needed to do, though. Like, they could, I don't think they could have done a better job um, with the studios they have now, because every studio they have was represented, I think. Um, noob, overall thoughts? It was very good. There was there was a lot of stuff. It was like a really, really big amount of stuff. <laughs> Doubleton, before we, we take a short break here, what were your thoughts? And oh, uh, what, what, I mean, I'm... Go ahead. I was very excited for many of the, the titles on uh, their thing. I'm, I'm going to have a lot of fun playing it on their um, premiere console, the uh, personal computer. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it, uh, uh, they, they did a good job with it. I don't know. It, it's cool. Uh, I, I, I take, would you also like just hot takes on EA since I've yeah, been here the ahead. whole time? Yeah, yeah just, go ahead. Yeah. Um, God damn it, CNC, no. Um, <laughs> Jedi Star Wars looks cool. We'll figure out oh, next sounds year. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Sea of Solitude is the main thing. I mean, like Anthem, I'll probably 
play is uh, depends on pricing and all that. But like mm. Sea of Solitude, I've been that I, I'm not sure if you said it before, but that game's been on my radar for years. Right. I'm very excited for that game. That's cool. Actually, you and someone else, I've, I think it was one of these yellows talked about it before. And you're right. Like that game has been announced for a long ass time. I, um, I've described it as made by a couple of German people in a shed. <laughs> And it looks it's like it's got so much heart, so much heart, and it's pretty cool. Um, I say so I just want to close out with that and go to a quick break here before we start speculating wildly on the distant future with Bethesda when we come back. Oh my you god. Seven damage. What would this, you like to do? This is the great this is actually fucking incredible. Murder him. <laughs> you can attack with weapon, cast spell, use shout, or flee. What would I, you like to do? I'm just trying to stop. Close close program? <laughs> Alexa, close program. I take it back. You should have started recording this. <laughs> Alexa, stop skill. You can attack with weapon, cast spell, can you, use shout, or can you just turn Alexa turn off? <laughs> Alexa, turn off. Safe travels, adventurer. There we go. Nice. Oh, Cor- Cortana, shields up. <laughs> Volume 11. Skill called silly things. Would you like to try it? No. This is arguably better. Okay, here we go. It's done. This is definitely better than when <laughs> Skyrim was on Xbox with Connect and a friend could like walk by and just say, like, you know, Fush or not, quick save. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Those. Crazy sons of bitches. Um, right. this, this is raw. Let the record, <laughs> let, yeah, let the record know that I'm hyped for Elder Scrolls. Bye. Okay. <laughs> um, Catch you later. See you, man. Cheers, Brad. We're just going to roll then. I'm going to keep that in. That's going to be part of the recording. Durin, the Robleton, we're the only ones left. <laughs> the record has shown that, yes. We will talk about Elder Scrolls, but we are first talking about the overall Bethesda E3 press conference 2018. It's good to have you two here. It's been, it's been a while since you have a Durin Thurbleton Cynic show. It's good to be here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, all right. There's more things on this list than I remember there being. So people have added things to this list, but that is okay. It's not that long a list. Does anyone want to talk about Rage? Or are we all considering skipping it? <laughs> um, I'm good. Uh, I, yeah. I, I mean, it was, I don't think it looks as bad as as you might, but it's... Oh, I, I think know. visually looks good. So, this um, might seem left field, but like, is Rami Malek in Rage? And if not, <laughs> why not? Who is Rami Malek? Is that the dude I, who's Yeah, saying? I have no idea who that is. Um, no, that was Andy he, he is the guy who's um, 
Mr. Robot. He's a uh, wonderful actor who can get a real crazy look at it. Like he he would be a really good poster boy for age. Um, he's is, the, is he the bad guy from um, what's his face? That game with the murder in the cabin in the woods. Uh, yes, I think so. Oh, yeah. that uh, yeah. Uh, until uh, dawn. Until dawn. Until dawn. Yeah, he's the bad guy from. Yeah. Okay, I got him. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Okay. Yes, he would be good in that game. Actually, you're right. Um, okay, we're all skipping rage. Sorry if, if you at home care the fuck about rage, but we do not. Um, that's kind of the, the takeaway there. I think it looks it looks fine. It's just not my style. That's all. I, yeah, no, like I think I think it looks fine. I I think their choice of showing was terrible. Oh my god! The Andrew WK live performance with oh, gameplay. I. It was um. It was incredible to me how that went down. Specifically, like, at the start of the music, because they obviously decided to start with a, pre- a press conference with a musical number, which isn't a orchestra. I think in any every case that it hasn't been an orchestra, it's been terrible. So you have rock band comes out, startup music number, whole audience actually starts getting into it, bobbing heads, like arms in the air, that kind of stuff. Dude starts singing... Everyone stops. It was actually it was like night and day. Like the, the cameras panning around the audience at people who are just like dejectedly sitting in the, on their chairs watching, like like as if like wondering what the hell they're doing with their lives. The this, the conference as it goes on, it was actually like kind of. I don't know how I'd feel if I was the like the the artist. Like it'd be like it'll feel real bad, bro. It'll feel real fucking bad. Um, but no, like, it, it was. That aside, that was Rage. I don't know. Rage itself looks kind of... Visually, it looks great. Not myself. Moving on. Durin. Are you excited for Doom 2? It reminded me I need to go back and play Doom 1. But yes, I am. I'm very excited for it. That first one was real good from what I played of it. The answer is no, because it's called Doom Eternal. Well, I mean... I mean, sure. so long as <laughs> so long as the third one is called Doom Eternal, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I how long was it before like within the trailer we knew it was Doom it was like a second because like, it was just like something about the art style just looked right. Um, the music kind of kicks in as well, like the rock kind of music kind of kicks in, in the background, and the, like the camera does the slow pan up with like the crazy gritty like. Um, blood drenched and tentacled world around you with these brain monsters fucking crawling past and that was cool like i, I was like yep that's doom you got you got you nailed doom again well played good sirs um i'm kind of happy that there's another one of those it's my problem with it isn't the fact that it's doom is because Durin, you sold me on a dream a dream by the name of hexen and it wasn't hexen i think that's the only problem i have with this <laughs> Hexen was a fucking like <laughs> that was never going to actually happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. No fucking way. <laughs> oh man, but it looks cool. I don't know, it's Doom. Um, we didn't see any gameplay. It was just that one. C- well, it was probably in engine, but it was like a CG kind of like a cutscene. It was a cutscene, um, but it looks cool. I know. There's nothing to complain about. More Doom. I think they said 2019. Uh, maybe they didn't give it a year. I don't quite remember. Um, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't recall. Yeah. Um, that was Doom. Totally on board. 
who wants to talk about Prey? I don't really want to talk about Prey. Like, it seems like they continue to do post-released post support for that game. Yeah, they're they're basically doing the same thing they did with uh, um, the game that I'm totally blanking on the name of. The other game that Arcane did before, Dishonored. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And essentially they're doing like, yeah, extra modes. Um, I'm curious what the story mode is because it said they added story mode. I, I hope that just means there's like a version of that game where you don't have to fight things because by like, I got 2000 that game and it was like, I was just kind of over the combat. And if I could just finish the game purely seeing the story out, that could might that might be more interesting to me. I don't know. Um, but overall, yeah, like sure. That, that, you can't complain with extra content. If you're into Prey, you're getting more stuff. So happy days. Uh, it's like it's like rage. If you're into that aesthetic, you're getting a cool looking game. So happy days. Um, let's actually move on to the real things here. There's not actually that many real things to talk about in this press conference. We finally found out during kind of what Fallout seventy six is because it, it feels really? like they're still lying to us about what this is. They're, oh. we, they've confirmed it is multiplayer. Yes. They've confirmed that it uh, does take place in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, they have confirmed that there will only be, um, I think he put it, I, the, I think the way he put it was maybe a dozen players on a map. And, and this is a map four times the size of uh, Fallout 4. Are these said dozens, but or not thousands? dozens? Dozens, yeah, but dozens, yeah, dozens yeah. but not, yeah, yeah, or dozens, but not hundreds, or whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we know it is multiplayer, large scale, but not like super large scale. Yeah, it's like Guild Wars multiplayer. He's he said he he did say it is survival light, so it is definitely a survival game. Um, I think what he probably means by that is like there's not thirst and hunger mechanics. Yeah. Um, and there's not permadeath. Um, it's probably just like very limited resources and that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah, I think it's still like it, it, I think when he says like survival, it's that like you are going out and you are gathering, you are scavenging for shit to yeah. build up your team's base or whatever it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then they also decided, why don't we just let the players be assholes and launch nukes across that's, the map? So that's the thing, right? Because so I was on the other half, like during you already suspected what it was, right? I was kind yeah. of on the I was hoping against hope that the rumors were wrong to some extent. Um, so they opened with essentially the old, the same trailer-ish that they showed from the Microsoft press conference. And he started talking about the game. And he was talking about how, how like he'll answer all our questions at the start with the first words being, yes, you can play this whole thing single player. Now, I took that positively at the time, but then since then I've remembered that every MMO I can think of in recent times have also said, yes, you can play this single player. I was like, oh, yeah, totally. That's like that to me meant trip. nothing. Exactly. He said you can play the single player, you can do quests and things, Yo. but like there are plenty of online multi, you know, massive multiplayer games mm-hmm. that you can do quests and play by yourself yep. in a world with other players mm-hmm. that can also kill you. Yeah. Exactly, and that's that's the deal. Like, it, so at the time, I was like, oh, okay, this is this is like a full player game with with co op. That sounds awesome. And then he goes on about how this quest, and all that, they're going to still have all the Bethesda like magic. That's all cool. And then he starts showing the game a bit. And the first things they show is just like people running around in groups, like the people having fun multiplayer times. Like, oh, okay, I'm I'm getting more and more sold in this. This seems really cool. Like a full cooperative Bethesda game. 
that's kind of what I'm looking for. Uh, or it's something I could be looking for and the game may be portfolio for should have been. Definitely since like the enemy designs look amazing, the environment looks way better. He, he did some stuff about the engine that like he talked about. Like that does definitely look improved in a lot of ways. Um, but then they showed a piece of gameplay with an enemy player who starts attacking you. And I started getting a bit worried. So the enemy player just kind of like ganks you essentially, takes a couple shots, um, you go behind cover or like whatever, but like you break line of sight and I think he heals up or something and then goes around and kills the, 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 the attacking player with a bounty overhead, blah, 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 blah. And then I started getting like flashbacks like, okay, yes, and he confirmed this, that you, you, you won't lose your progress. It's not that kind of survival game um, if you die. But I still don't want to be, don't want to be like 80% through a quest and then have a random dude just kill me and make me have to like go back to the last checkpoint or whatever. Like th- that is not something I'm interested in. Um, if so, like if it's like normal ass normal Fallout game, that shouldn't be something I'm considering. It's the reason I play. So I play pussy mode with. I, I stay undead in Souls games or in general. I either play it offline or or similar. Um, I don't like getting ganked, Doubleton. Um, that said, though, like I was still kind of holding on hope. Like maybe it's just like PvP zones or like PvP areas or something like that. And then he started getting into things like, oh yeah, and we put like nukes around the map, and players can fight over these nuclear silos to launch nukes at, part, at whatever part of the map they want, including cities. And if you think about that and think about the effects on Fallout Three, if you nuke a city, that's a lot of quest chains gone. And that made me think, like, nope, this is not a Fallout game. This is not a Fallout game at all. I don't want to be in a world where I can get killed whenever, even doing the middle of a quest. I don't want to be in a world where whole quest zones can be wiped out by other players just because they want to, or they're just being dicks. And, and that I don't want people to get ganked and shit while I'm walking around. That like, this is not Fallout. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm now currently hard out. Duran, what do you think about this Fallout game? I... I'm sure that there are people that this is a Fallout game for, but I just, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it seems like this weird mix of, like, sort of a Fallout game mixed with, like, a, a, a Rust, Rust or Conan Exiles type of game. Conan um, Exiles. <laughs> but when like, five other people, people get that right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. There's people playing that game. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it seems like a lot of fucking money they're putting behind such a weird game. Like for, for this to be their introduction to multiplayer in a fallout game, it just seems like an odd direction for them to go. Like I, I kind of was starting to think that maybe they were actually just going in the full on um, elder scrolls online route with it and just making a fallout MMO. Uh, Kind of saying that, like, when we were watching the the conference, kind of saying that, like, mm-hmm. oh, well, maybe they'll do this, and then that allows them to get these two franchises out of the way, so yeah. that they can then go on to work on whatever that space thing is that was rumored. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't. Instead, they did this weird half step of like it is multiplayer, but it's like this very kind of niche genre. Like there's not really like Rust is probably the biggest of that genre, mm. and it's still not really that big and the only thing it's really known for is its toxic player base yeah for a while there people thought that genre is going to be the next big thing 
which is which kind of lines up when when this thing must have started development. Uh, but nowadays, right. like once the PUBG formula kind of took off, everything just kind of else kind of disappeared. Yeah, yeah. So this just this, it seems like you said, like a thing that was that was like prototyped and like come up with at a, at a time where things looked like they were going a different direction than they did. Mm. So it seems like an odd game again, like. Also, that they seem to have put a lot of money behind this game. Like visually, looks pretty damn good. Yeah, um, they you know they they're like I'll have a whole new engine for rendering like the world and the environments and everything and the lighting. Mm-hmm. I just for, I don't know. For me, like I so most of the time I've seen for I haven't played many Fallout games. Most of the time I see Fallout games that kind of look the same with the same kind of enemies, and you have like the and people keep like talking about the same kind of enemies. I never hear people talk about things I haven't seen before in Fallout Four. I assume there's been unique game like enemies in every game, but this actually seems legit different. Like all the fact that it's green everywhere is one thing, but also like all the enemies they showed are like very unique looking. Like they look like mutated animals um, of that like area. I don't know if there's sloths in West Virginia, but aside from the sloth, everything else looked like was like there was like a dragony kind of thing that was fucking incredible. There was something like almost fantasy esque monsters that I don't think I don't think has been in a Fallout game. Like I I, I don't right, see. Right. Yeah. And so they they put a lot of new art Which and effort and shit into this, and also led me to believe that this might be might have been going like the MMO route. Hmm. Because um, I, I mentioned like one of the things looked like it it moved like an MMO monster would move. Yeah, the big chunky um, one, and then. Yeah, and then just kind of having this weird variety of like uh, animal-like creatures in a Fallout universe, like it, it very much felt like it, it was maybe going that direction, and then, and then it didn't. Like again, it felt like a total fucking half step. Yeah, it feels like this weird thing. And his version of that is obviously that this is a unique game where they've targeted this level of density, etc. I don't know how much of that is true, um, but like. It could be its own thing that's, that draws an audience. I just don't know if that audience includes me. Um, right. Yeah. Like that, that's, yeah, this is probably a game for somebody. Um, I just don't think anyone here is that somebody. Yeah. I don't, I don't know of who is that. So I'm very curious to see what like the reset era reactions and like, how many people are in and out. Like, Thurbleton, are you? So I, I have questions about this game that mm-hmm. I don't know if like this probably won't have an answer sort of thing, but like, the the whole the okay if the if you can nuke whatever you want mm-hmm. then you can't put in a lot of value in the quests because like if someone could just like someone not you could nuke the thing yep. uh, and then it's gone um next thing is if they do want the quest to be important and they want people to nuke it then the cities have to come back so then like after like a week or something, the city just reappears or I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. Yeah. Like um, then like the whole, I don't think it's even you... a week. I think it's very much like, Hours a... or whatever. Oh no, 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 no. Area. You have a time um, limit to go in and get your loot out of it. Here's, and... here's the, here's the other thing. They said it's a, it's an online game. You can play with other people. Yeah. Are you joining a server? Is it just a cloud thing? Is it like, it can't be a, a huge, so like, they said that not... there are servers, but like, you won't know, like, you won't ever see a server list. It's just be seamless. It'll throw you into a world. Yeah, it's not like you got. He, he made it sound like there wouldn't be an, a server list, like a clear server list. Yeah, um, like he did say, like specifically, there are dedicated servers for it. So that's not a cloud thing. It is servers, but yeah. it's not like so, look at a server list and like choose. I'm going to go to this world. Yeah. Then it like because yeah, it can, has to be a thing of like well, it, it's your 
presumably your camp can't be take like can't be attacked while you're not online is what I would predict. It's like while you're online, then you're like will be seamlessly like popped into a map when no one else is around there. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to say because yeah. like in in a lot of these survival games, that's exactly what happens: is your shit can be destroyed while you're offline. Yeah, but also like in the survival games, like you're usually hopping on a server, and like it could be a server of just you and your True. friends. So that way, I wonder if the city gets maybe nuked, treating it something more akin to Sea of Thieves because because I mentioned like your character is not like beholden to a server, and that's kind of where they got onto the like it, you know you don't even see a server list and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's kind of like Sea of Thieves where like you have this personal progression. Um, and then every time you log in, you just get thrown into a server and you continue whatever from there. But like when you log off for the day and then come back again the next day, maybe maybe you log into the same server. Maybe I, I don't know. That's the part that's a little bit more nebulous right now. Yeah, the, the base would... building side of it is the one that's weird because like yeah. your the stuff your progression stuff they made pretty clear. Like you keep everything you did, um, include. I, like all, it sounded like all progress, right? So I wouldn't be surprised. Would, if all it was, I'm saying is, I would not be surprised if eventually they'll they'll just say like, "Oh, there is definitely a mode where you will just play by yourself, and you can bring select people into yeah. your world." Yeah. Um, because I'm I'm confident they would lose a large amount of audience of people who just like you, Cynic, who don't want to play with other people and don't want to see the rest of the map nuked. Yeah. Well, that's that's specifically it. Like, if it was just a co, like, if they made co-op servers, so servers where you can't just fucking nuke places and you can't engage in PvP and fuck people's progress, I would join those servers, hundred percent. Like, that seems like like a game where you're in a world where people are walking around and it's Fallout and you have full Fallout like progress and stuff. That sounds like it's something I could be interested in. Well, and that seems like that would be a possibility too, because uh, you know if you look at again like other games in the survival genre. Um, there are a very large number of players per server. Whereas in this case here, if you're talking about a world that is four times the size of Skyrim mm-hmm. and you're talking about dozens of players. Yeah. Um, That's not many players. <laughs> you can't, you can't rely on the interactions with those players being enough to um, keep someone interested in playing the game. So in that case, then like your quests and like, the the actual game that you have built needs to also be enough as well. So, yeah. so the game might be there. there. Should, yeah, there should there should be enough game there. The fact that they are limiting the number of players says that there should be enough game there. Otherwise, this thing is going to be boring as shit. Absolutely. Uh, I also wanted to quickly point out too. They did say that there would be a beta. Yes. However, uh, you do have to pre-order the game to get access to that I'm beta. Sorry, what? <laughs> yep. <laughs> what? Did we figure I out what the price was? I four news stories to finally figure that out. No. Okay, we still know the price. Oh, did is there a placeholder price on any? On, well, any hang on. Uh, I can maybe find out what the collector's edition price is if you give me just a moment. I'm googling it as well. Let's have a look. For Amazon, might have it. I don't know. Um, Fallout. What's this game? Two hundred dollars for the uh, for the the hey, power armor edition. That's what I guessed. Uh, four seventy six is actually normal price here. Eighty Australian dollars. Wow. Um, yep, sixty bucks. Yep, called it, called it twice over. Huh. Both prices. They, they don't want to sell this game. People at home don't know this, but I've been on a fucking roll all week, <laughs> calling things left and right. Um, but no, yeah, that that, I, sixty dollars. It has to be a buy to play. Like, there's not going to be a subscription with this thing. No way. There's oh, no, no, no way. No, no. Yeah. This is not this. It doesn't appear that they went the full on. 
uh, MMO route with this. Plus, even if they did go the MMO route, like they already did Skyrim or uh, um, online, yeah, Elder Scrolls online, online, and that didn't work as a subscription model. So there's no mm. they no way they would try that again. Yeah, I'm I'm happy that they've gone through that experiment and come out the other side. So like a buy to play model with probably some because um, it looked like there was pretty cool looking power armors. I bet some of those are like paid cosmetic different. Sorry, cosmetically different power armor. That could be a thing. Um, the yeah, like the beta, I think will sort all of this stuff out. It's very curious to me because I don't, I don't remember the last time we've had like a Bethesda beta. Like aside from Elder Scrolls Online, I assume they had betas, but like for a yeah, single, yeah. something closer to a single player game, this is not. This is not an MMO. So something closer to a single player game having betas is very curious. I'm very. I wonder how that'll go. Because um, we've seen in the past betas unselling people on games. Um, that's happened, but we'll still yeah, see to sell people in games. So, <laughs> who knows? Um, overall, though, Duran, are you interested? Uh, not, not especially now. Yeah, me either. Uh, I'm actually like less. I, I'm yeah, less interested no. in it after seeing this. <laughs> yeah, me especially too. seeing that like they are trying to charge sixty dollars for this game that I'm not convinced has enough game to it. Yeah, I mean, like exactly. if it's if there is some more meat on them bones, and it's a if it's a fun cooperative thing, maybe. But like as of right now, I got a, a right. bunch of those on my plate that I can do mm-hmm. with with other folks. So. I mean, yeah, we have yeah. Destiny's expansion to play. Um, moving on. So we've, <laughs> uh, for us of this seventy six. I so that's the weird thing. Like even though they supposedly told us everything, they we still don't really know what that game is. Um, because it is so you well, inverted commas unique. We're very curious. Um. Okay, now it gets to the wild speculation. So actually, before we get to here, there were some announcements that are quite important. Um, Elder Scrolls Blades was announced, right? That was before Starfield, wasn't it? I swear it was. Yeah, I think, yeah it was just uh, a, just no, before Starfield. after Starfield. Was it? Okay. Uh, Doing... No, you're right. It was just before Starfield. You're yeah. right. It is, yeah, Starfield was like the, the next, the going forward thing. Yeah, so Elder Scrolls right. Blades. This is a it's a fully 3D rendered uh think like a VR game like a like a VR game kind of looking thing uh, cuz it is a VR game also uh where you're like tapping to move your character in directions like you're tapping on the ground where you want them to move in a phone mode you can also play dual joystick um or whatever dual simulated joystick yeah it's like it's almost like what if skyrim played like legend of grimrock exactly yeah yeah actually that's except, really except that you can also like you can also choose to play it with dual analog sticks yeah virtually on your touchscreen because it's a phone game as well mm-hmm. so it's like a, he demonstrated on the iphone 10 which is like a very high-end phone um, like my phone probably couldn't run this thing. My iPad, which is a couple generations old, probably also couldn't run uh, this. What, what phone do you have? Uh, I have a Galaxy S6. Mm, I don't know. Let me see. <laughs> is it on, does it have a compatibility list on the store? Uh, when you sign up for their early access thing or whatever, it gives you like a list of like which device do you have. Right. So I'll keep talking. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah. Um, but essentially, yeah, it's a fully 3D rendered uh, Skyrim-ish game where it has a dungeon mo- dungeon crawly mode, which is an infinite dungeon, um, which is not what I come to Skyrim for. So, sorry, to Elder Scrolls for. So, whatever. Um, there is a PvP mode, 
also not when I come to Elder Scrolls 4, but the cool thing there is it's cross-platform, so you can play with your phone versus someone else on PC versus someone else on whatever else fucking platforms has come to. Um, but finally, they actually have a story mode, which is the cool part, I guess, where you are a blade, which is part of the Empire, and they... Um, you wonder, like, they're, they're elite troopers, and for some reason the blades were cast into exile or something, and you go back to town, and your town has been decimated, and you have to rebuild your town and complete quests and stuff. That actually sounds cool. That's the part of it I'm interested in, and the game is free. Duran, did you figure it out? Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, what is it, S6, you said? Yeah. Yeah, no, we'll not play. The oldest galaxy it'll play on is an S8. I thought so. Yeah, yeah uh, one generation old, yeah. Yeah, S8. Uh, it'll play on Pixel 2. Um, interestingly, it will play as far back as an iPhone 7. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, iPhones have had pretty good processors. For, well, remember, iPhone 7 is when iPhone 7, 8, 10, it skipped 9. So... <laughs> well, yeah, I guess the seven is technically one generation back because ten yeah. came out at the same time as eight. Okay. eight yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's literally you, it's like one of those like rides at an amusement park. You have to be, you have to pay this much for your phone if you want to play this game, um, which is weird to me. Like, I don't want. I'm not going to upgrade my fucking phone. But it, but but it like it still uh, plays on devices that do not play Final Fantasy 15. What? Really? Yeah, the, the mo- mobile Final Fantasy 15 does not run on Windows se- or iPhone 7. Really? It's even higher yeah. spec. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, well, no, like Final Fantasy 7 is or Final Fantasy 15 is a higher spec. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like Final Fantasy 15 yeah, yeah, is yeah. even higher. That's fucking I, it, like it warns you. I tried it on my 7 before I upgraded and it warns you that it won't play, but it'll let you try it anyway. And once I got past like the first cutscene, it just crashes. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, all right. Far out. Get phone games man i don't know how i like this it's like it's the most obsolescence like think of that just a two-year turnaround and your your phone can't even play the latest games it's like god yeah. um anyway whatever like so yeah the, the, i think it's also coming elder scrolls whatever is also coming to non-phone no it's come to android ios that's it right i was looking at the uh, android ios and vr vrs which means pc ish right ish we'll see how the pc implementation works because like it doesn't, it could be okay. Because like the VR, VR is going literally all the way from uh, like Gear VR um, to Oculus uh, on, to on a phone, all the way up through like to the highest of yeah, highest PC VR. Yeah, um, and, but it looks like a VR game. Like not to be disparaging, but it does look like a VR game. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And 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 it is it, it, uh, it, actually according to this news article I'm reading, it also will come to as of yet unnamed consoles. Okay, fine. It'll be, it'll be all the consoles. <laughs> Maybe yeah, not Switch. Like, I, it, you know what? It it'll if it runs on an iPhone seven, it'll probably come to Switch. You're probably right, actually. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> There's really no reason it wouldn't. Yeah. What was the game that he said would come to Switch? There was like a dude in the audience who shouted out, and they were like, "Oh, this is coming to Switch as well." Um, uh, I trying to remember what it was. Fuck. Whatever. Who cares? Um, overall, though. Yeah, you have a pretty cute little... Oh, it was their card game. Ah, yes. Elder Scrolls on. Uh, no. Legends. Legends, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that, that that is like a... I can't hate it. It's a free game. It's in the vein of uh, what, what, what it was, Fallout Shelter. And sure, like this is Bethesda branching out into phone games. And I prefer this to whatever, Super Mario Run. So, yeah, okay. This is cool. Hopefully, the the story mode is not terrible, and it's free, so you can't really complain. Um, yeah. 
However, I just remembered that bef- wasn't it before this demo that we got the the best announcement of E3 so far? The special edition? The, the, the what? Wasn't that? The, the, the very special edition. I think the very special about. edition announcement. Oh, the Skyrim very special wasn't edition. Wasn't that essentially yes. as soon as Todd Howard has gotten stage? We haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, kind of, yeah. So like, he's he's like, on stage, like hey, I know you guys are wondering where we're taking Skyrim next. And then, then they play their trailer for Skyrim very special edition. Which I le- everyone thought was it, a so, joke. So, yeah, right, so so <laughs> Skyrim very special edition was Skyrim for Alexa. I need to not be the one that says that. Um, <laughs> and, uh, sorry, I saw the lights come on. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, uh, we're wrapping up the Xbox. Uh, or is, is we're getting ready for the Bethesda recording and all that. And I had to chime in that one of my roommates had stormed in saying that they were furious that like it it wasn't a, just a joke with everyone on the show everyone watching the bethesda show thought it was a joke it's real that's that alexa like if you told me this before i heard it i would have been like you're crazy don't like <laughs> this like that is the crazy person in the room like the guy who's like this no the sky is actually falling like no no you're the crazy person in the room and then I heard it, and that is like it was the most surreal thing. Uh, so like, to be fair, <laughs> uh, from the little bit that because I, I I loaded it up on my on my device uh, and played it, and yes, it is real. It is also very self aware. It is very much just a joke thing. It's it's I'm like not a sure how far it goes. Adventure, yeah. Yeah, like I'm not sure how far it goes, but like I was leveling up and I did kill a mud crab. <laughs> um, was making my way up an icy mountain, dude. It, I, <laughs> that sounds really cool. <laughs> I don't know how to think, but like it's here's the thing because that could be as deep as because it's a text adventure. It essentially is bringing back the text adventure, yeah, in a humorous way. Um, so my my what I'm curious about is if I load it up again, will I will it pick up from where I last left off, or is it just going to like start over every time? Dude, you, you play? have. Why don't you just try it right now? Okay, I gotta remember. Hang on, let me look up. Okay, there it is. Alexa, open Skyrim. We can't it's hear it. Happening. Happening. Welcome back to Skyrim Adventurer. Oh my god! Through your journal menu for a refresher on your quest. Ah, yes. You promised to help the people of the North Village by yeah. clearing the It was picking up where I left off. That is awesome. You were locked in a um, just for, for appreciation of how robots get um, words, give, give us a shout. What would you like to do? Shout. Who's row? Your mighty shout slams the force horn into the dirt. The force Who's row? one last one last <laughs> You survived the battle. I beat him. Your health is at 68. You ignore the useless junk in the Forsworn's inventory and find the flawless iron greatsword. Ooh, shiny. There are two ways forward. A misty plateau and a windy ridge. Which do you choose? Oh my god, this is incredible. <laughs> this is the best twine adventure ever. Equip the greatsword. There are two ways forward. Oh, well, let me... Okay. I think you already have very, very specific. Which I think auto-equip, yeah. Okay. Uh, Alexa, there... close the program. God damn it! What was that? What was the command? <laughs> I think it was. Which do you choose? 
I think Alexa, turn off. Ex- yeah, turn off. Yeah. Safe travels, adventurer. I, I would not have believed your bullshit unless I'd heard that when I was coming back to the recording. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That's really cool, and it could be. I don't know. It could go real deep. It's just a text adventure. There is a there is a long list on their on their Alexa. Uh, so it's an Alexa uh, skill. God. It is a skill thing. Most- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the cool thing is right because it's machine generated. She just reads out a script. We we do not know how deep it goes, and it could yeah, I was going to say I will. It's okay. a skill, and and on their page here, there are a lot of things that it says you can do. Oh my god! And what no I really goblins like, though. Talk you can guards. chase butterflies. You can eat sweet rolls. Oh my god! You can open Other wooden doors. Soul trap woodland creatures. <laughs> vanquish malevolent evils. Fatally harm mud crabs, which check that off. Oh my god! Walk I, straight I up a mountain instead of going arrows. around. This is the <laughs> wait. Okay. I'm curious. I want to see the Skyrim very special edition walkthrough. I want to see that. I want to see the person who actually maps out the whole fucking game and figures it out. So get this. It's rated mature. <laughs> also, uh, I, I, I guess we'll try and put it in the links, but you should definitely check out the page if only just to see the uh, reviews of this as oh, well. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, is there any, are there any other games one, in Alexa? One, I love this one-star review. Uh, there is no fridge DRM version of the Elder Scrolls <laughs> Skyrim, and I was really looking forward to putting my LG refrigerator and my NVIDIA Titan X to use. Sadly, <laughs> that is not the case. I am not feeling the Fusrada today, Todd. <laughs> but, like, sit, are there any other games for Alexa? This is the first one. I think there's, like, trivia stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, that works. That's fair. Um that's really crazy. It is essentially like I, obviously I doubt this will start a trend, but it is essentially the return to the text adventure in a really fucking cool way. Um, oh, this is a good review. Uh, Eighteen people found this helpful. It is a three out of five. Um, <laughs> TLDR is it just works. But uh, Todd Howard crawled out of my Alexa to arrest me for stealing an apple in Skyrim a month ago, and then Alexa clipped through the table, through the floor, then the basement, and now is lost to eternity. <laughs> Nice, <laughs> nice. Ah, oh, but damn, man, that is some cool shit. Like, I, I, I legit those. It was actually a fantastic joke. Like that trailer yeah. played. It was, really it was a, well. it was a fantastic joke, even if it was fake. Yeah, like I, everyone was like, "Wow, they put together a trailer for a joke." That is hilarious. Little did we know. Not only did they put together a trailer for the joke, they then built the joke as an actual game for Alexa. Like incredible. Well played. Bethesda, that's like the coolest thing any conference has done, I guess, that I can tell. Um, fuck. Anyway, with that said, so that's Skyrim, very special edition. If you have an Alexa, down, how do you download it? Like, what's Def- the process? Uh, so you just go to uh, on 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 Amazon. There's like a, a section for for these devices um, for their skills, and this is a skill. It's just called Skyrim, very special edition. Nice. And then it's just free on there. You just enable the skill. That's fucking hilarious. Um, all right. And with that, we've now gotten to the crazy stuff, Durin. Kind of. Not really. Kind, I kind of not, thought that was the crazy thing. <laughs> I, 
Well, yeah, that's the crazy fun. That's actually really the, probably the coolest thing that came out of the press conference. And I, I'm not even being facetious. Um, including yeah. Doom 2. I think this is actually might be even cooler than like this. Just the fun of it is pretty awesome. Um, like any of the any of those other ones could have happened any time of the year. Yeah, this is a hundred percent like why we love E3. This is E3 magic right now. That that the fact that you can get this on your Alexa right now is E3 magic. Um, okay. So during now we know everything about Starfield. Can you tell me about everything we know about Starfield? Uh, there's space. There's a planet. Mm-hmm. Starfield. There's also a light. There's there's yeah there is a there is a star sun presumably behind the planet, and and it's called Starfield. I I think you warp at the end of the trailer. Was there warp? I must have looked away or blinked. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> why they even show me? Why they why they even show us the trailer? It, because it's been rumored for so fucking long now that they might as well go ahead and come out and say, yeah, we are actually making this thing. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I think it's the only purpose. Like, I, I'm surprised they didn't have more. Everyone expected it last year. Yeah. I, I'm I'm actually legitimately surprised they didn't have, like, a CG. Like, like Cyberpunk cut together that CG thing, right? It has nothing to do with the game, the original trailer. Um, right. I, I would do, like, you're fucking Bethesda. I, you could do that. Like, come on. Um they, they were busy making Skyrim's very special edition. And Fallout 76. One of which is worth playing. Figure it out with yourself. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like it's, I'm really happy it exists. I'm sad because only because we didn't get a sense of tone. That's all I really wanted. Like that's this the side the cyberpunk thing was amazing because it gave you that sense of tone. But this doesn't. Yeah, Sorry. like Starfield. Well, Starfield just seems like it's so far off. Mm-hmm. Like, which makes like their next announcement even stranger, <laughs> even crazier. So now, so now we know everything we know about Starfield, like everything you'd ever want to know about Starfield. He then proceeded to announce the next thing they're working on after Starfield, and the camera zooms over what looks like a beach side, like a like an island beach kind of thing, um, not the beach itself, but like over the center of the island with beaches to either side, kind of looking thing like a coastline coastline yeah actually might be close to coastline i don't think you got a left beach you just got the one on the right and just kind of like greenery and like a couple of forts here and there and then just really i swear it was like low poly letters like i swear they were low poly with an odd remix of the theme elder scrolls 6 no subtitle yeah, yeah, didn't even say where where it's at. Just it's just six. Like, yeah, we are actually working on this. Who know? Like, seriously, probably a twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four release. Yeah, dude. Like when they said Todd's team was working on seventy six, I was like, oh no, that means everything else is even further in the future. That's like that's that actually worried me when I heard Todd's team was working on seventy six. Um, man, what what do you? Th- this is what do you think? Like, I, I don't even think there's anything you can say. Like, I think it's just, yeah, it's so like, it was, it was so fucking like, like, why bother announcing it? Every, we mm-hmm. all know there's going to be, like, I guess maybe it's because a lot of people were talking about how, like, with Elder Scrolls Online, they don't really, they probably won't be making any Elder Scrolls games again for a long while. Yeah. And so they wanted to maybe come out and dispel that rumor. But at the same time, like, it's, yeah, at the same time, it is true because <laughs> by the time that game comes out, 
it will have been over 10 years since there was a new Elder Scrolls game, including uh, online. Yeah, that is, it is so far away because you have to have Starfield in between, which is the same studio. Right. Um, yeah, like Starfield's probably 2020, which means that Elder Scrolls 6 probably won't be out until 2023. Mm-hmm. And he said, like, it's hard, it's weird, it's hard to determine what he meant by this, but he did say the, for the next generation or our next generation of products or something like that. Um which to me sounds like these are going to be next-gen games. Um, we didn't mention this before, but at the end of the Microsoft press conference, uh, Phil Spencer did confirm that they're working on the next Xbox, which should right, be a which, right, given 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 how time frames seem to be going for the next-gen consoles, that would make sense because 2020 is probably going to be about the release time for yeah. the next generation of consoles. Yeah, like it's it's... I think that's the usual way it goes. Like looking at past history, one year they say they're working on it, the next year they say they like might sh- n- announce its name or something, and then the third year is when they actually show it. That seems to be the thing. Um, that's how Nintendo did it, and I'm pretty sure that's how Microsoft did it last time as well. Um, not the name; they didn't say the Xbox One um, until the actual show day, but they did say they were working on the, X- the next Xbox the year before. Um, so, like th- this, yeah, it's kind of following the same pattern for 2020. And I can see Starfield maybe being a cross-gen game. I doubt it, though. I bet it's like a fucking maybe even twenty twenty-one. Like yeah, I, I, I bet it's. I bet it's a twenty, like either a launch window game for the new consoles, or maybe even twenty twenty-one. Yeah, fuck. And that's three. That's I don't even know what my world will look like in three years. Like that's right. That's, what the hell, man? Um, but there you go, man. That's 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 Bethesda. It's a weird conference. It was a weird show. This. There's large segments of yeah, it. Yeah, like we've gotten well, we've gotten so used to these conferences being filled with games that are coming out at most within the next twelve months. Mm. So it was really strange to see them in theirs on like, yeah, here's some stuff we're working on that'll probably be released sometime in the next six years. <laughs> yeah, like, and usually when it's something like that, where, oh, this is be five six years away. It's like Cyberpunk, where you get like a. a a tone trailer or like like and the same could be said about kingdom hearts you got a tone trailer for final fantasy versus 13 you got a tone trailer um this is just logo on screen this is like yeah way... this is like if this is like if when nintendo announced metroid last year they didn't plan on releasing it until 2020 exactly yeah and, and like <laughs> what the fuck and for metroid did we get a subtitle or was it just called metroid no, it was just called Metroid 4 or Metroid, Metroid Prime 4. Yeah, that's the thing, but it's called Metroid Prime 4. So you know what it is. You pretty much know what it is. And also 6, we kind of know what it is. Like that I was going to say, like, it's, yeah, I'm like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the fourth game in the Prime fr- franchise. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah you, you kind of, that's a known quantity. But for, for Starfield, it's like, what is, what even is that? It is random space thing. Um, I imagine that they probably, they seemed pretty aware, uh, how much of their stuff has leaked on the internet during mm. this uh, conference. Yeah. So I imagine they are aware that like by just saying, yes, we were working on Starfield, people will go and look up that information from the leak of Starfield and get an idea of what that game probably is. There was, was there a leak of Starfield? Well, that's how the name got out there, but I don't know how much yeah. actually leaked. Hmm. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know, but, but yeah, maybe whatever is out there, it's probably all they're willing to put out there at this point. And I imagine there's something beyond just a name. Hmm. 
Man, I've, I've not looked into it personally. So that's Bethesda, and there's large swaths of the conference that like we haven't talked about here, and there's no reason to go into. But like, there's the Quake segment, and the fucking Elder Scrolls Online segment. That was all right. Then there's the um, Elder Scrolls card game segment. Like, it was a weird conference with a lot of downs and not many ups. <laughs> like, it was a strange thing. Like, I don't even know. Um, like EA sold me at least on their stupid access thing. I don't know if Bethesda sold me on anything. In fact, they they sold me out of 76 which is just the most curious thing so like yeah like i I, i'm glad they're making another doom game that's yeah actually you're right yeah they sold me doom they sold me doom that's about all i really come out of out of their conference yeah looking forward to because again like starfield and and elder scroll 6 are so far away that i fucking they don't even exist to me yeah there's no reason to even think about them at the moment Like, like between here and there, every game you've heard announced this E3 will come out. <laughs> think about that at home. If you're at home, think about that. Every other game that's being talked about this E3 will be out before those games are out. Um, except for maybe Halo. Yeah. Who knows with that one? Yeah, who knows with that one? But everything else. Um, and with that, though, that's that's Bethesda, man. I'm not going to go into everything else Bethesda did. Durin, what was your overall impressions of Bethesda? I, uh, I get kind of get why they had a press conference, but they didn't need to. Yeah, um, like there were there was there was a time where they did where it made sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like the couple of things they had on their conference that like really mattered could have very easily gone on a Sony or Microsoft oh, conference, yeah. and they didn't spend all this time with it. Absolutely, like Doom could have played on anyone else's stage and gotten plenty of, plenty of eyes. See, like, if they don't, if they don't have the like show at that time, some other studio is going to take the time slot. That's the thing. That's how E three works. Right, but like Bethesda doesn't. Well, one Bethesda doesn't really like have stuff often enough to justify it. Mm. And two, people are pulling out of E3 left and right. I don't think anyone's worried about losing their. Yeah, no, that 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 was a joke. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, Darbleton, what were your overall impressions of it? Oh, you haven't watched Bethesda yet, right? I mean, like I saw the trailer, I saw parts right. of it. It's, yeah, I yeah. I got home from work right at uh, like midway through it, so right. So you got, um, you got the end. Doom sounds cool. Like I, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to see more gameplay footage, but should I mean, have been called Doom if too. it. Yeah, more more Doom. I enjoyed 2016's Doom. Mm-hmm. If they keep that right amount of stupid, it'll be fine. I don't. I, Fallout has never really interested me. Elder like phone games, whatever. I've Skyrim on Alexa. Star of the show so far. I I kind of I'm kind of with you. Like it might be the coolest thing from this E3 so far. Um, Sekio, whatever it is Seiko. The from software thing. They that shadows die twice. Shadows die twice is probably the second coolest thing. Um, with that, with that, that is pretty much our coverage of the Microsoft, Bethesda, and EA press conferences. I don't know what I did in that order. Who cares? For E3 2018, um, my curiosity is I'm I'm almost certain that Microsoft has pretty much stolen all of Sony's thunder. Like they had a bunch of shit on there that we thought would be at Sony. I don't know if Sony has anything, which is the, which is very interesting to think about. Um, uh, I mean, they didn't really have anything I would have expected to be at Sony. Uh, I would have thought DMC and Shadows Die Twice would have been at Sony. 
Um, and I, well, maybe not Tales of Vesperia, but that's, that fits Sony better than it fits Microsoft. I mean, Shadows Die Twice could still be at Sony. That's true. Yeah, that one could be either like a, a play, like a personal play it or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DMC doesn't really surprise me, and like nothing else on their thing would be something I would expect to be on Sony over Microsoft. I just don't know what what Sony would like. To me, the only big surprises aside from the four games they're showing would have been Shadows Die Twice and DMC. Like I don't know what they like. I I think Shadows Die Twice did not go on Sony because Sony has uh, Tsushima. Oh, Tsushima, yeah, too close. You're right. Yeah, it would have been weird to actually have them there. Um, Yeah, they would have they would have almost been overshadowed by Tsushima. So like, why go there? Why not go to Microsoft where they'll get a bigger spotlight? Yeah. Um, man. I'm very curious. And what do we have tomorrow? We have Ubisoft. Tomorrow um, is a full day. Is, is uh, it... We have Square Enix in the morning, then Ubisoft, oh, yeah. then Sony. Yeah. Square yeah. Enix is probably still like my number one. Uh, either that or Nintendo are probably my, my most... I'm most curious about what the fuck comes out. Yeah, today. I'm really curious about Square. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Um, and with that, though, you'll hear our impressions of that after Sony. It might just be me because it'll be fucking weird times or some shit. Um, we'll find out which one Sony tomorrow night oh no so- Sony is 5.30pm my time oh sweet yeah okay so you hear us you'll hear us after Sony tomorrow no 7.30 sorry um, so th- he- see you then thanks for listening and bye mm-hmm.